Have I you guys know. seen the Taco Bell commercial mm. where the girl walks into her roommate's room and she's like, breakfast in bed. I can't stand <laughs> that one. <laughs> yes, I guess I'm recording a podcast right now so we could technically do introductions. Like, hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Van Vliet. Welcome to the Western Conference Finals Game 4 Live Watch Along Spectacular Audio On Demand version where, yes, I'm here. I'm joined by several amazing guests on Kevin Scampoli's birthday. Kevin is not here. Uh, I haven't texted him like all day. I was. I always wait for to know he's awake because his midnight is <laughs> noon, and sometimes his midnight is midnight. So I don't know when to reach out to him. But if you're downloading this, this is going to be different. All right, I mean, I, let's let's get that out of the way. I, we are watching a basketball game because I am a Dallas Mavericks fan. I hope the Dallas Mavericks win tonight. But they're down 3-0 to my man across the aisle here, Tyler Spida. Welcome to the Game 4 Western Conference Watch Along Spectacular, my friend. I'm so excited to be here, Vlidis. A Game 4 Spectacular it will be. And I'm ready to see Luka Doncic go off, honestly. This hasn't been as much of an entertaining series as I was expecting for a Western Conference Finals. So we need Luka to show up today. See, that's your kind way of saying the Mavs have looked like shit. They really have. They don't have a big man in the paint. We'll, we'll cover all this stuff as we go. Because also joining me, uh, hashtags and headlines fame, my good friend Geezy. Zach, what is Geezy? Well, that's good, man. That's the Mavs are gonna lose. Come on. I know, and and if this wasn't on a Tuesday, I probably would just like not even watch this game, or I would watch it in in uh, isolation in like a really sad and somber room. Not like kind of like how I watch uh, Raider games. Like people always, you want to go to the bar for the Raider game? Like absolutely not. I don't want to watch my team lose in public around other humans. You know, like I want to cry alone, please. Yeah, let me just be somber in my own world. And uh, joining me also from Vleety's fame and uh, uh, Friday's third hour, SmackDown's third hour fame, Sonic Gino. Sonic Gino, how are you, my friend? You know, life could be better, life could be worse, especially with some news that we had come out today that we're going to talk about, but I'm sure it's going to be an amazing, spectacular discussion we're all going to have here tonight. Gino figured it out sometimes. Sometimes you come in like unbelievably loud and clear, and it's like, geez, I heard there was, I know you mentioned the fan, there was sound, it was ambient noise, it was a lot of fun. But yes, I'm glad Gino is here. And yeah, he did bring it up. It's hard to not bring up like right off the jump, but Uvalde, Texas. Uh, Why is it? Because even last Tuesday, we had the Buffalo mass shooting, and now here we are with, with the Uvalde mass shooting. And, you know, I live in Texas, and I wouldn't know what Uvalde was unless it was for my job where I call uh, businesses in Uvalde, and, you know, I work with people in Uvalde. And, yeah, another mass shooting today. And this one, like, I, the, the last one hurt, too, because that one sucked as well. It was on Twitch. They were kind of glorifying. He was trying to glorify white supremacy, and it, it was just a horrific event. And now here we are, uh, you know, a little over a week removed, and this guy goes and shoots up an, an elementary school, which is just unbelievably heinous. And much like I said last week, Zach, I don't know what annoys me more. Uh, like, obviously, the mass shooting is horrific. We can all agree that whoever did this was a piece of shit. But everybody immediately uses this horrific event to like push a political agenda. I, why else would they put it on the news? Ew, fucking... what? <laughs> Thank you so much, AEW. An AEW and JPW guy. He's subscribed. He's a tier two subscriber. We'll probably talk some AEW during the second half of tonight's game. But yeah, that that's well, a good the point. The game will that. be over by then. But yeah. <laughs> 
why does the news put any shooting anywhere on the fucking news anymore? Just because they want to shove something down your throat, whether yeah. it's pro guns or against guns. Yeah, and that's and and that's that's what upsets me the most as we watch the tip off here for game four. This is really awkward to do. Like, hey, we're watching basketball. I have the volume really low, so at least for those who are like watching the game in the Discord with us, there is some volume. Uh, but. And another offensive rebound already for Kevon Looney, adding to my point that Boban should just be playing. We need somebody tall in the middle there, uh, and Draymond with a wimpy shot. But yeah, Zach, that that was one thing that I even talked. So Tyler Spina was the one who actually broke this story to me, and he sent it to me on Instagram, and it was a post from World Star Hip Hop. Um, Oh, gosh, Luca. That's where I fucking saw it, too. Yeah. That's where I get all my news. And, well, and that's what's interesting is World Star Hip Hop immediately talking about, you know, the, the, the suspected shooter is Salvador Ramos, 18-year-old Latino who, from Uvalde. Like he, there was all these details that World Star had. So I'm at work, and I, I have the Google machine in front of me, and I think, okay, you know what? I got to go on Google, and I want some more details. There's no In my head, there's no way World Star Hip Hop has all of the most – uh, pertinent information and who would have thunk nbc news cnn new york post nobody was releasing you know who the shooter was or uh you know they they, they didn't want to say who the shooter was how old the shooter was they didn't have all the same details that world star hip-hop had what kind of world are we in where i have to like that's my most reliable source of news you gotta think critically here ladies they had the information. They just had to figure out what their story was first. World Star is the news. They're just telling you, dude, kids got shot by this dude. It's this guy, this guy, this guy. All the other places are like, okay, the shooter was Mexican. This is in Texas. What's our fucking story here? Yeah, well, and that's – so, of course, they're, they're, now I did see some people from the, the, the right side of the aisle who were immediately like – I, we hear it's a Latino. Do we know he was a legal citizen? Like, trying to spin that ball of yarn, which, again, can we let the bodies cool off first? Like, that's what really makes me sad is, f like, 14 children. Now they're saying 18 children are dead. And all we can do is, oh, we, we need to make this about politics. We need to make this about procedure and agenda. And, I don't know, I'm just sad. I, like, I, I get it. We could do some investigative discovery and, and focus on all that stuff a little later on. But for right now, can we let the bodies cool off? Like that's can we just have a day to grieve and a day to really realize how like horrific this situation is and how horrific what happened was? But no, everybody's okay, you know, I'm even seeing people LeBron James like gun violence needs to end. We need to take this seriously. Uh and I don't know, like I, someone had posted like did we learn nothing from Sandy Hook? And part of me wanted to say, well, we talked about arming teachers, but nobody wanted to do that they thought that was insane that teachers would have a gun and i don't want to push my agenda but i even thought like if i was a teacher i would like some sort of weaponry in my classroom but is that is that pushing my agenda now zach i think you're pushing your agenda a little bit but I, oh that's the dude fuck man that's the I, dude you i have see. kids most of the people who listen to us don't have kids if somebody shot and killed my daughter they better be fucking dead because I will do the worst things to them. I was almost hoping this guy, yeah. Way worse than Cain Velasquez. <laughs> you were saying better for him because, yeah, I was thinking the yeah, same thing. Yeah, better for him. Yeah, I was thinking, the, like, oh, my gosh. And even, you know, for, for the parents of those children, I, I wonder if there's more relief in death than in life 
because if this person was alive, we could question him. We could figure out why you would do something like this. Like right now, there's just so many unanswered questions. But I did go, I did find an article when you wade through all the nonsense that is CNN, MSNBC, uh, the New York Times, the Washington po- WAPO. When you go through all of that stuff, I did find Jesus, Luca. So I, I, <laughs> I did find um, this this article from heavy.com. And this is something that happens whenever there's any mass shooting that I do now. I want more details on their social media. I want this person exists in our world in 2022. They have to have an Instagram. They have to have a Twitter. There's no way. Like I have a podcast with with I'm assuming thousand hours of audio content. People can learn about who I was way after I'm gone. And whenever we have these mass shootings, it's always like a George Floyd. He has no social media profiles. He's just a ghost. Steph Curry with an easy three. It's 9-6 Dallas. Thank you for the game four spectacular. Um, But, yeah, Zach, so this is his photo. Obviously, he looks like a serial killer. This picture from Juvie or something, like, why does he have a a mugshot? He does look like – does he look like Richard Ramirez? Is that what the the Night Stalker was? That his the original name? Night Stalker? Yeah, he looks a lot like him, like almost. Oh like yeah, younger, he does. Like a younger version. But Salvador Ramos was named as the 18 year old suspect in the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde. There's at least 14 students and a teacher dead. That's all according to Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, a Texas a Texas state senator, Roland Gutierrez, said on CNN that 18 students and at least two adults are now dead, but authorities have not confirmed those numbers. Um, but this is kind of what I was bringing up. Like, I'm glad heavy has this information. Like this guy posted this on his Instagram. He has a magazine right there. You know, there's, and this is also like, there's signs that that this guy was like a psychopath and everybody immediately goes to gun control or everybody goes to uh, illegal immigration for some reason. But this really for me is just another case of what what triggered this 18 year old to do something so so heinous and so awful like i don't i I, that's the part that i want to understand i always go to social media like that's what always happens to me is like i bet this guy was he thought his whole world relied on his social media status and here he is uh you know probably unpopular looks like the night stalker like he has all of these issues going for him um, and that's probably what's driving him to, Hey, the Buffalo shooter got really popular overnight. I'm going to do that shit. Like there, there's gotta be something in there that, that obviously he's a crazy person, but how do we, is there any way to prevent that? No, that's where I always go when it's like, Oh, well we need more gun control. I think people don't realize somebody who goes in and shoots up a fucking elementary school you can't comprehend what that person thinks like. Like they're so far different removed than the average person that if he didn't have a gun, he would fucking take a knife or take a fucking baseball bat and kill somebody. Like I don't think it's the point that he could get a gun because right. even whatever laws you want to put in place, he would have got a gun. Like what? it's gonna fucking happen. If somebody is at the point where they go in and shoot up. A fucking elementary school. Something was going to happen if they had a gun or not. Well, my coworker was even bringing up, you know, like Chicago has strict gun laws, but that's like the number one murder capital in the United States. It's just there are people are going to have guns. So 
that's when my argument, like, you know, not even my argument, just my thought of, well, maybe we do need not armed, yeah, armed guards, call them what they are, at schools. And, and Gino, I'm glad you're here. And Gino requested to be on because I think this topic does hit home for, for Gino because his, his, his mother is a teacher, an elementary school teacher at that. Like, Gino, what are your thoughts on, like, even, like, what changes could have been made since Sandy Hook? Because that's what everybody's doing, like, 10 years ago. This happened, and we've made no improvements. What do you think we have could have changed or, or done to, to kind of prevent a situation like this? That's the big issue that we really do have with schools, especially. Because when I did, like, talk with my mom a little bit about this, because my little brother still was awake, so I didn't want to, like, bother him because he has finals and I want him to be stressed out knowing that this is happening but when we discussed it with her she was like yeah if we had like the people like armed guards there would actually probably do more harm than good because those people who are fucked up in the head to do something like this would do more than just have a gun than they do like bomb threats actual bombs try to fucking do something to really wreak havoc to be able to make their way around said guards that would be there they would always find ways to do even more harm than what they probably would have done like this. So really the issue I feel is not entirely gun control, but like what we were suggesting, or like what people were suggesting before, like longer extended wait periods and like having like psychiatric testing to make sure the person is in sound mind and doesn't actually come up being like fucking insane like some of these people turn out to be. Well, and do we know that this is a legally purchased firearm? That's the other thing is like, did this guy go through that process? Did he go to Bass Pro Shop and just pick up a gun that day? Yeah, thanks. And and then go take it to the school. Like, we don't really know. And if you're one of these psychotic people, even if you're, like, let's say you do pass the test or whatever, you're willing to wait a month. That's fine. Doesn't California have that rule, like 30 days or something? Like, other places have rules where they try that. And I don't know if that works. And as far as, as, far as the argument, like, well, if there is an armed guard, that's just going to almost encourage people to now bring a bomb now bring a this I, like I, I still well bombs are illegal right you're not being you can't buy a bomb at, at bass pro right gino you can't buy them but there's ways you can easily find out like how it's constructed and you can make it yourself which is really sad how easily that stuff is available yeah so what's stopping like the boston marathon bombers like what's stopping people from doing that now like bringing a bomb onto onto the school grounds and you even we look at what happened last week in buffalo uh, once the, once the, the shooter took down the one guy with a gun, it was pretty easy to mow whoever else down he wanted. Like, and I understand the, the, it sounds almost utopian, like no guns at all. Like nobody needs any guns anyway. Everyone, nobody has guns. Now people who have guns for recreation, like hunting and, and sport. Sure. You can make the arguments. Yeah. Those, those guns can be legal and you can have those. And there's some sort of rules and regulations that people are trying to put on those but i i'm still looking at people are going to have guns you know detroit chicago these are places that have gun restrictions and people are looking at texas like that's what you get for allowing guns well the the 18 dead today is still less than the 37 over the weekend in chicago so i, I don't know i i agree on and some parts where like well, we we if you if you put armed guards on school campuses, that might encourage more vigilant behavior from the outside world. Like we need to bring a an artillery if we're going to shoot up a school. But at that point, where again back to where I'm coming from, we need to go to the root cause. Like why are these people so crazy and so psychotic and so so just dastardly? Like thinking that this is something that we we should do. Like why would anyone? Like how do we get to that portion of it? 
And what I do think when we're talking about that is just kind of like what you kind of brought up earlier when we discussed like the Buffalo shooter, this guy possibly saw that, is that we glorify these shooters. We mention them a lot. We tell them, here's their name. Here's their face. We put that everywhere. Just like Sandy Hook, what did they do right away? Put his name, put his face everywhere. Everyone fucking knew this guy. Yeah. Don't fucking do that anymore. Stop that right away. Well, and I think another issue is is how how trending it gets, and a lot of it is now. You know, we we brought up last week how the news will say there's been 284 mass shootings this year, but only a couple of them trend. And I think that's the argument that Tyler was giving me in the chat. Like Tyler, you see it, right? Like it's not always these shootings don't always trend. They they have to fit a certain narrative. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like uh, with the last one that happened uh, last week or a few weeks ago, I, I didn't see much about it at all. But as you see with tonight, uh, with the Dallas Mavericks tip off, we're having moments of silence and everyone's getting together for this one. I thought it wasn't going to take off as much, especially with how it all broke out with the hood clips and yeah. uh, the rap page and uh, World Star Hip Hop posting all of it. Yeah, that's so crazy that my most reliable news source in 2022 has to be World Star Hip Hop. And Geezy, look at this photo. He's still like, so he even puts, uh, so he's deceased. He was, he was also shot. The motive is under investigation. This photo was posted on his Instagram page and another user put, uh, Salvador, there's no way you did that. That couldn't have been you. Uh, Uvalde is now one of the nation's six deadliest school shootings. Um, where was the one? Maybe it was this one, Zach. Look at this. So he's got two assault rifles here. And he does tag a random person, and he puts, I got a little secret. So it's two guns, I got a little secret. He just tagged a random woman. So there, there are signs here. Like, this guy was clearly unstable. And Maxi Kleber, I know this is awkward to talk about a mass shooting and then watch a game. But, Zach, like, see, these are the social media signs that I'm talking about where we can kind of catch this shit, and this stuff needs to be taken care of. We need the algorithm, dude. Yeah. <laughs> We need the algorithm on this. I don't know. Well, if he had two ARs in a picture, he didn't... Was that posted that day? I'm assuming not. He's had them for a while. Well, and he just tags a random E-P-N-U-P-U-E-S. And he, he tags the person. And another. So he, and then the other one is of him holding the magazine. And the person that he tagged did, did message back. Uh, like, I don't know him, and I don't even live in Texas, she wrote in her story. He's a stranger. I know nothing about him. He decided to tag me in his gun post. So sorry for the victims and their family. I really don't know what to say. Uh, the woman shared the messages exchange on Instagram, and she believes they were with the shooter. He had said, be grateful I tagged you. And she said, no, it's just scary. And he wrote, I'm about to, and then never said anything else. Um, cause he even said like, I got a little secret. I want to tell you, uh, I'm going to air out. Like he just kept writing really cryptic. Like he, you could tell he was excited to do this. Like this wasn't an act of like random violence where he just, he kills his grandmother and then he's, what do I do next? I go to a school. Like he was planning this out for several days. I don't know, man. There are some killers who have done that. They kill their family and then they're like, psychotic and just go do random shit you know you gotta can't speculate man you gotta wait until the information comes out yeah and and we're gonna wait and you know obviously it was a horrific even at work it was hard to focus on work while this was going on because i call uvaldi like i call san antonio 
I have a lot of customers in these areas and I don't want to call them and ask like, Hey, do you need any med? You know, you need any, any, uh, any medical providers today? Like, I don't want to do that during, during, during this. So it was just a rough day. Um, and yeah, everybody, you know, everybody with their political opinions, like Gino, ultimately, what are your thoughts? Like, what, do you, what what's the next step? Is it just 30 day waiting periods? Like, is that going to stop somebody like this who had multiple days of planning? Again, I do think what it is is both with that extended waiting period where we have, where we have like also psychiatric testing to make sure again people are in sound mind, and then keep an eye on that. Like, since their number, like tracking number, have all this information of that person, be able to find out like, okay, how are they with social media? Because that's where they really feel free with anonymity, and then from there we can see if they literally are actually sound mind or if they just faked the test and just made it a positive, because they could easily do that. Yeah. And and I don't know how easy it is to get a gun because I don't have one. I've never gone through that process. Like people say, like you could just go get one right now. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Pro- probably I could probably pass all these tests you know is talking about. Oh, there's no test. Oh, it's shit. a yes or no. Wow. Question, so there there is a video of him like going on. To, did you see? The, I don't know how much of it got clipped off when I had done that. But let me hear. Let me let me do this real quick. Let me do that. So yeah, there's a video. Oh, of him. Two weeks in a row now. We're gonna watch an actual shooting video. It's not him shooting. It's just him on the campus. Like they have video of him. Like, oh shit. And then we have the the commentary of the lady. But yeah, yeah. I mean, just just insane, horrific, like really hard to wanna like have fun at night. Um, but as I've learned from other people, you know, you kind of people in these times might be looking for some entertainment. This is supposed to be. I don't know. Is it a comedy show? It's Kevin Scampoli's birthday. It's game four. We have a lot to be thankful for. We're very blessed that, you know, we, you know, I, my, everyone is safe, you know, that I, that I'm, that I know. And I'm very thankful. And, you know, you hold your loved ones a little closer during, during these, during these times. And as horrific as this is, yeah, it's, I, I don't know what we're going to do to prevent it. You know, there's maniacs out there. There's monsters out there. I say that all the time. Uh, I think, I think social media is a lot to blame for stuff like this. I know that's such a, like, no, don't take away my social media, but I don't know. I think social media has a lot of issues. And I think this guy posting pictures of guns and messaging some girl, like, wait till you see what I'm going to do. Like, it's just so, does this guy not have parents that beat him? Like, how did he get like this? So I don't know, Zach, uh, like I just, you know, want to move on from it. I know that it's, it's going to be with us for a couple for, for a while now, you know, I mean, I don't think I'll ever forget this, especially it being in Uvalde and, you know, my son isn't in elementary school, but he will be in like two years. So, you know, it's maybe by then there will be armed guards who are ready for, uh, pistols, machine guns, and tanks. We'll see what happens, Gino, but yeah, Zach, I don't know any, any final words on what happened today. It's sad, man. I still support guns. I'll support any laws and tests you want to put in because I'll pass them. I still get my guns. Yeah. But it's fucking sad, man. Having kids sucks. Yeah. Like killing. <laughs> well, you we care and you care so much more in a different way. Like it just like I remember Sandy Hook and just like oh my gosh how horrific that was. But then when you you know when you just see the headline from Tyla like elementary school shooting. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, like, could that have been – did they mean Montessori shooting? Because my son's at a school, you know, at the time of that shooting. And then I'm thinking, what do they do if anything like this ever happened? 
And and again, I know Gino said that his his teacher mom didn't agree with this, but I wish there was somebody there with a weapon. If somebody showed up and there's just a bunch of women with no weapons and a bunch of kids, like it's just going to be really easy to to do worse than what this guy did. So well, I mean, you don't even need like do you need armed guard? Like we used to have the campus fucking police officer when we were in high school. Why can't you just have a police officer on the premise that has a gun? Like they don't have to stand at every door and have metal detectors, but like, why not just have a cop at a, every school every day? Just one. Like why yeah, not? Yeah, just why one. Is that a bad yeah, why idea? not have some authority figure? They don't even need to be in front or whatever. Like kind of like maybe what the teachers are thinking. Like if if the if the criminal or whatever if the culprit sees somebody out there with a gun, they're gonna know. Okay, I need to bring a bigger gun. Maybe you don't have the guy just standing out there like like Buckingham Palace, like sitting there, like maybe have him kind of patrolling the campus or not always visible. Charter Oak did that for a while. Officer, what was that guy's name? Balzac or whatever? Officer Balls? Who's that? Hey, yo. Who's that? Up, buddy? Hi there, kid. <laughs> oh, Ralphie, who, who's on the TV? Luca. Yeah, Luca. Luca's playing some basketball, buddy. Yeah. Hey, go see mommy. <laughs> Thank you, Rafi. Good night, buddy. Well, that's the palate cleanser we needed. I think that'll, yeah, that'll wash the palate. Uh, our thoughts and prayers, obviously, with, with the families in Uvalde. Uh, but we are here, and uh, we're watching some basketball. Tyler, I hope you've been paying more attention. I've watched Maxi Kleber make some shots. I watched Reggie Bullock miss a three-pointer very badly. Uh but it looks like a tie ball game after that free throw. What are you seeing so far, Tyler, that you like? What I'm seeing so far that I like is that both teams are just playing hard, man. And they're uh, giving Kleba, honestly, where the Warriors are falling off. They're, they're giving Kleber all these uh, open shots, which given what happened in the last game, how could you not? But he's able to <laughs> knock these down, and now it's a tight game. I like it. He, uh, Tyler's energy level is on a 15 right now. He loves basketball, and this is game four. Even Steph Curry uh, the other night after the game, you know, we could play with house money. You know this game, we're going to have house money. We're going to be good. And, yeah, they don't have to win tonight. They can lose this. They could take it easy. This is this could be a rest game for them. And then they could, you know, they could uh, go back to Golden go back to San Francisco, kind of, you know, oh, we'll take it easy. Hey, now we're at home. We want to win. So, yeah, they have the upper hand. They have a, a distinct advantage, if you will. And obviously they're up 3-0. But, yeah, uh, last game three, Reggie Bullock and Maxi Kleber 0 for 15 combined. Horrific shooting. And that, that was my argument with, with the Mavericks uh, the, the other day is watch it. You can even see right now, for those who are watching in Discord, not a single white jersey. There's one guy in the paint. Nobody wants to be in the paint. This team exists, Reggie Bullock with a big three. That's a fucking hairstyle right there, dude. It looks like a yellow turd is hanging off the top of his head. <laughs> it's horrific. Uh, but, yeah, they don't play any – there's no big man on the floor. Luka's like the tallest guy out there. So when I'm watching this, I'm waiting for someone to slash and try and go to the rim. Oh, Bullock! Like, nobody does that. They just wait for Luka to do that. And 31% of the time, that goes in. So, you know, if you take 100 shots – you're going to get, you know, 90 points or whatever, whatever my math was there. But, uh, what was Dude, it? I don't know. There, 
So they're just playing small ball, trying to keep up with them, basically, right? Well, and when you're the Warriors, the Warriors have Kevon Looney. Who's... I thought that doesn't work. Like, has that ever worked for anybody to try and keep up with Golden State while they're playing small ball, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, Tyler, has that ever happened? Uh, honestly, the only people, the only team that I've seen very, very close to competing with that pace is the Memphis Grizzlies this year. Their young mm -hmm. core is fucking fast, and they have a lot of speed, and they have a lot of energy, and they can give the Warriors a run for their money. They're definitely out, out sprinting them. Yeah, no, great. And even when, even when the Raptors beat them, the Raptors weren't big, were they? Did they have a big guy? Like, I can't remember. I know Syakim is pretty tall, but it's not like he's a big man. Did they have, like, a Gasol? They had Marc Gasol. That was what they had. So they were able to play, like, a different – they don't want – nobody matches up with all these three-point shooters and, and just hangs – they're just so good. And then Kevon Looney isn't the biggest guy, but he looks like Shaquille O'Neal because nobody else is playing like that. He's fantastic. So it's not Dwight Powell is too pretty. He's not good at basketball. Uh, and people try and tell me, well, he's he's very athletic. I think that's all looks. He's got a, he's he's shining all the right places. So everybody thinks he's really talented. I haven't seen shit from him, Zach. Well, I'm just thinking after talking about Memphis, is John Morant going to be the best player in the next five years? <sighs> not not with Luca around, bro. Three pointer from Reggie Bullock. This is incredible. I don't know, Tyler. What do you think? Is John Morant destined for for that kind of level of of superstardom? I, I think there's a lot of high, he's for sure a, a very talented player for the amount of years that he's been in the league, and he's definitely deserving to uh, to be at an All Star spot. But a lot of people are kind of overhyping him to be the next big thing. Like he's going to take over, like AI reincarnated that could dunk and do so much more. I don't see all of that. Yeah, I just think it's too early just to destine this guy's career already. Yeah, no, good call. Yeah, it's there are a lot of like even Derek Rose when he showed up, he was so good, and an injury, uh, another injury, like things can taint a career. Grant Hill, same deal. He's supposed to be the next Kobe or Jordan or whatever. Like there's there's guys that have all of this potential, and it shows really early on. Like nope, this is the future of the NBA, and that can change really quickly. Is that a foul on Luca? Wow. Who uh? Who am I fucking? Who's the fucking big dude who was supposed to be the next LeBron and now he can't keep his knees healthy. Is that Carl Anthony Towns? Is that who you're thinking of? Because that's well, Zion. Zion, yeah. Well, Is he just going to be the fucking biggest bust ever or what? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Like I loved when he was a rookie and they were showing his weight on the screen like it was a stat. <laughs> like they were talking about like yeah, yeah, 20 points last night and he weighs 285 pounds. Like they would not <laughs> let it go that this guy was heavier than the average bear. I don't know why they like they were obsessed, but it is kind of proving true. Like that kind of size and this style of NBA, where you do need to be agile, it's not going to work. You can't be that big unless you're just in the paint all game. Unless you're Shaquille O'Neal, just kind of lumbering down to the other side, like telling Kobe, "Hold on to the ball till I get there." Like you can't really do that in the NBA anymore. You gotta, you you have to be a little bit faster. Because if you're Is Shaq, he even has he played a single full season? Oh, I can't believe you made that. I don't think Zion Williamson has played a full season. Tyla, Zion's uh, career games percentage? 
Uh, he's, I think he's played about like 40 games total. He hasn't played a full season. Apparently, the Pelicans were saying he was ready game seven if the the series was going to go there. He was going to surprise everyone and debut. I don't believe it, but apparently he's going to be starting off next season and we get to see what Zion could do, could do. But what's weird about today's NBA is not only is, uh, yes, we could say that the league is a lot softer with all the refs and everything, but the talent level is like at its highest it's ever been at. Everyone's just so good. And what's really tripping me out is that a lot of these young guys that not usually you would see more of like a tenured vet or a, an all uh, already validated all-star come in and kind of run the league uh, take the all-star votes but a lot of these young guys are showing they could play and they're kind of taking over yeah well you youth is on your side this is a young man's game in a lot of ways they're like i was even talking at work i was like steph curry's getting old isn't he and he's really not but it's just in today's nba you show up and you make an impact immediately whether you're Trey Young, whether you're, you're Luca, when you see these guys who are in their early 30s, like, like is Steph Curry 30 yet? Is he 30, Tyler? He is 34 years old. Oh, actually. he's, he's an old man. 35 next year. His career's over. Clay, over. This is their last run, I bet. They're all old fucks by now. There's never, like, they can't do it anymore. This is Luca. This is Trey Young, John Morant. We have a whole new crop. And we're and and LeBron. By the way, I I, I do enjoy. There was this pose, Zach. I should have I should have brought it here. You know, there's that the first female uh, is playing minor league baseball. Did you hear about this? Oh no, that's great. Yeah. So well, at least she's playing baseball. I'm done with that. Yeah. Look, she's good. She was playing. I think in I think she played college softball, and then this independent baseball team picked her up, and then the independent baseball team became a minor league affiliate so technically she's the first minor league baseball you know it's one of those like how many degrees of separation until we get to kevin bacon and that's kind of what this was but my favorite comment on all of the posts because everybody was everybody was like wait for the haters to talk shit and nobody was talking shit Every, like everybody's like good like good for her let's see if she can make it to the bigs a lot of people were like i don't know if she can make it to the bigs softball's different everybody it all makes sense right all the comments made sense but the greatest comment was how does this affect lebron's legacy though because it, because even as i was about to say to you right now all i could think about like we talk about oh the youth movement john morant luca trey immediately what was i going to say and i'm going to say it now What's next for LeBron? Is he is he gonna be in LA next year? Is he looking? Because Tyler, what's the contract situation? He has one more year in LA, right? If it's not one year, it's like two. It's it's coming down to the end of his contract, and it's either extend or go somewhere else. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's gonna try to just stick out. If it is two years, Bronny has to be in the league, coming to the league soon. He might even saw, sign a smaller extension, keep it on the Lakers, see where Bronny goes, because he for sure wants to play with his son. He stated that multiple times. Well, and and so it's, let's say because if aren't they also trying to get rid of the like the one year of college rule for for Bronny isn't that the other thing is they want LeBron to just go straight uh Bronny to go straight from high school to the NBA much like his dad did oh my gosh that's stranger things season four trailers act did you see that it's gonna be a banger that bro. looked terrifying I've never wa I've watched one I've watched half of one episode I didn't like it are you saying it's good Fuck you. You've never seen Stranger Things? I've never watched it. I watched half of the first episode oh and said, God. this show sucks. So I you've didn't watch it. You've been living in a fucking, you've been living a sheltered life. My well, and friend. then I'd see all the toys and all the stuff, and I thought, this looks so terrible. You guys are all kidding that you like it. But apparently it's huge.
I mean, one of the that saved Netflix probably. <laughs> it was the best show. Still is the best show. Gino, is that a show that you've got? I trust Gino a lot with his TV takes. What do you think, Gino? Is Stranger Things good? I and mean, I've enjoyed Stranger Things. I'm hoping right. that this is gonna be like the last season, or hopefully second to last, because like the actors are getting old, so they won't really fit their characters. So if they continue it on, they're gonna have to like change up like the story, like maybe them having kids, or, like them just going into the more of a future. But, like I've been enjoying where the season's gone so far. The seasons, the entire series is actually a really good Netflix show. Probably the good best Netflix series. Wow. Next to like Umbrella Academy, which I kind of still enjoy. I've never watched Umbrella Academy either. Like, and see, I go to Gino for those things because he'll say, "Like, you should watch this," and I'll go, "Gino, that sucks. I'm never gonna watch it." And then I watch it. I'm like, he was right. The fucker was right. I do like anime now. Uh, that was a terrible shot. Was that Bertans? I don't like that guy very much. But uh, okay, LeBron James and his son, season four, Stranger Things. We made it all connect. So. Uh, yeah, well, aren't they trying to get rid of that rules act? Don't they just want Bronny to show up and play in the NBA? Yeah, is Bronny even? I mean, how legit is he, Tyler? I I can't judge him at all. He's a sophomore. Like he's playing against a bunch of scrubs. So I really we got to see what he can do, and he has to play at some kind of level of a college level. Or uh, they introduce we can't have him just go from straight high school to the NBA uh, the, because we just introduced the G League team, the Ignite. That's the alternative option for players to go if they don't want to go to college. So uh, just send him over to the Ignite or send him to college. He has to play at least one year. He has to. Oh, that sounds awful, by the way. Go to the... And just send them overseas now. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of what our best friend LeVar Ball did. You know, he kind of thought that would be a better idea to have his kids go there. And I don't disagree. Like, you know, if if you... Look how good fucking Luca is because he's been playing with grown-ups since he was... 15. I mean, yeah, there's scrubs in in college still. You look at how what's the percentage. By the way, speaking of hashtags and headlines, uh, Bronny James catches heat for taking a white girl to prom. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> what is this? Let's go to Black Enterprise. Uh, it must be some sort of a, a reliable news site for this kind She's of a thing. He's catching heat from who? Social media erupts over Bronny James Jr.'s white high school prom date. Uh and by the way, I mean, she's a good-looking girl. Like, why Why are they all hating Yeah, her? what's the problem here? Yeah, so for some time, Bronny James Jr.'s choice of women have sparked frenzied debates across social media. But now, Twitter users are either expressing disgrace or respect after pictures were revealed of him in his white high school prom date. What is this? Are people mad at black people for having white girlfriends now? You've come full circle where they're <laughs> pissed off then. Remember this he's was like not racist and he's dating a white chick. Yeah, this was like the thing. Like every there was a lot of like black athletes with white wives and uh, remember we're like oh the the struggle. Dennis Rodman, Carmen Electra. Well, even like a Patrick Mahomes and his annoying wife or, or baby mama, whatever she is. Like everything about like these couples, you know, it's supposed to be celebrate interracial couples and you know I I remember when Linda and I were married, people there was one couple that asked if. Oh, what's it like being an interracial couple? Like, what does that mean? We're not sure. Bertans with the three. Uh, LeBron James is the eldest son. He attended uh, Sierra Canyon School in Los Angeles with his classmate Peyton Gale Fuso. Sexy name. Uh, the Daily Mail Very reported. White name. So critics came trolling with their vile concerns about James going to prom with a white woman. Uh, let's see. 
Look, look like daddy. Look like daddy, but couldn't find someone that looks like mommy. I see. One person wrote on Instagram, "How you grew up in a household of black love and date a white girl?" Question mark. Uh, cryptically commented, "He's starting off young." Ladies, uh, lost a, the racist now. Lost another black king to a money hungry white girl. A different Twitter user tweeted, "Braun gotta do better." SMH. What is this? These are racist comments, isn't it? Like, if you're a female, don't you look at her and see a female, or do you only see white? Only see white. She's very white. She, is she? I mean, yeah, she's super white. She's the blonde. <laughs> like everything about it's white. But I, I thought we were in this era of you. You. I thought love was love. Isn't that what everyone's been telling me? Like, what, why? Why suddenly we have Bronny James hooking up with somebody, and why is it anyone's business what her skin tone is? Because everybody's racist now, Vladis. It's everybody. We're all racist. Nobody's not racist. Now we're all racist. Yeah, I always wondered that. I always wondered why, like, you know, you look at, at black culture. And, I mean, I watch those World Star Hip Hop videos at the Barbers. It's always, there's always non-black women in these videos. This Latinas. Reggie Bullock! Gino, Reggie Bullock. Did you see that one? No, yeah, Gino's I've been gone. watching this, man. I'm right here, man. Again, I turn off my camera because I know, like, my green screen fucking sucks. No, right it's now. okay. I know why you did it. But, Gino, you saw that, right? Reggie Bullock. Yeah, I've seen this, man. This is a fucking great fucking fourth game. I'm looking forward to the Dallas winning, and then we just have another fucking game with these two teams again. Can you imagine on Thursday, game five, if, if it happens? I always like when they say, if necessary. But it's so necessary because we're going to win tonight. And, Gino, what do you think? What do you think about Bronny Jr. hanging out with this white chick? I mean, here's the thing. Interracial relationships, that's fine. People shouldn't be mad. People shouldn't be mad by who people bring out to prom because, again, who knows how long they're going to be in this relationship for. Right now, they're loving, they're in happiness together, but they're not in love with each other. But we'll see how long this lasts together. Hopefully I, it does last forever. Yeah, and you know that you know his dad is definitely like, you're wearing a condom. Like if He, he probably got a son of a sectomy. Like, you're not getting anybody pregnant early. <laughs> like, you are... You are definitely waiting until you're 34 to have your first child, okay? That's going to be – you need to focus. Uh, former – so, wait. Uh, former NFL quarterback turned ESPN personality. Burn. Got him. Right, Zach? <laughs> I like the way they did that. Like, turned ESPN personality because he sucked at football in the NFL. He was one to take a stand. He also has a white girlfriend, doesn't he? Um, or a white wife at this point. Uh, he could take an avatar to prom for all I care, Griffin said. Who he chooses is who he chooses. And secondly, it's giving weird energy that a bunch of grown men and women, 40-year-old men and women, try, are, are trying to tell a 17-year-old who they think he should bring to prom. Yeah, and I love that Twitter erupts like, oh, he brought a white. Like, if he brought, like, a black trans person, people would be like, good for you. But it's it's a white woman, so what the hell, dude? You're supposed to only date black people. You're black. Don't you get it? You did have the best take, though. You're correct. His wife is very white. RG3s. <laughs> RG3s. <laughs> can get it all day, but <laughs> she is white, so RG3 is biased. You can't listen to him. That's true. We can't listen to him on, on, on NFL takes either. He couldn't do He's that. He's not even an NFL player. He's a ESPN commentator. And let, yeah, grown ass men. Yeah, pressed about brawny. Yeah, see, some folks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, this is not my words. This is from not your average stand. Some folks, and then in parentheses, black folks will swear they're not racist and post the most racist shit about brawny and his prom date. Make it make sense. Racism has no color. It's a mindset. If color triggers you, you are racist. Prove me wrong. 
deuces. I actually agree with that person. That's actually a really good call. Like, ra- it, like what? It's always been said. Like they tried to redefine racism during 2020. They tried to say you can only be racist if you come from a position of power. So black people can't be racist because they're not coming from that position of power. Like that was the argument that I was hearing from the BLM people. So this person's correct at 100%. Like how you're racist. If you have a problem with this, you should realize if we're talking about equity, we're talking about equality. You, you like that. You like that too, Zach, how equality doesn't mean anything anymore. It's we're all, the word you have to use is equity. So I think it's completely equi- equitable that uh, he's dating yeah, whoever he wants. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, could you imagine being pissed off that you're you're this racist person and you're like, fuck, Bronny's dating a fucking white girl, dude. We lost another white girl to the community. <laughs> well, and it's like, it's like Dirk's fuck. wife is black. Does anyone, do, do all the white people go, oh, Dirk, what are you doing? Why is the game buffering? <laughs> Fix the game. What happened? Oh, okay, it's dude. going. They caught you, dude. They probably, yeah. The truth don't load. So it's truth just, don't load. Here, let's get rid of this. We'll get rid of that screen. Let it buffer for a second. We'll catch up. We're only gonna miss. We're only gonna miss the game be tied or some shit like that. But here, let's switch channels oh, real quick. No. We'll switch channels just for a second. See, look, it loaded up. So then we'll go to the game. Disastrous. No, nah, it's fine. We only missed. Look, still on that side of the court. And Bertans. Ten now. Bertans with the easy deuce. 39-31. Where's the volume at? So, yeah, that's hilarious. I had no idea that if we brought up LeBron James Jr., it would turn into, well, he's dating a white chick. He's a piece of shit. Um, and then Tyla. Tyla says two rookies are in. Yeah, who's double zero? That's not a good number. That's Jonathan Kaminga, and he's uh, pretty explosive, but uh, all these people are giving him some kind of weird John Morant praise, like, this guy's going to be the next big thing. Watch, he's going to be an all-star within the next few years. He's pretty sloppy. He's inexperienced. It's good that he's getting experience now, but not in the Western Conference Finals, bro. And same with number four, Moses Moody out of Arkansas. We have two of our first-rounders in right now. This must be a weird flex, though. It must be a weird flex by Golden State. Like, we don't have to play our starters the whole time. We're allowed to kind of rest a little bit. We're going to keep the game close with our backups. And then in the fourth quarter, like we have in game three and in game four, we're just going to run away with it. It's going to be a complete shit show. We're going to have a guy doing like the shimmy. Steph Curry's going to be chewing on a mouthpiece. And this is all just part of the plan. Like give the starters some rest. It's okay. And Luca's not in either. So, you know, that's not all the ones are in right now, but. Uh, I, I know what they're doing. It's a weird flex, but it's going to work because we still got well, Brunson. What do you do in that situation, Fleety? Oh, I fucking – dude, you put your foot on their throat and end it. Yeah, that's probably how – Give them a chance. No, yeah. I'm, I'm saying let's wrap this up in four so we have more time off because the, yeah. the Heat in Boston, I think, are 2-2. Two, two. Right, Tyler? Isn't that series tied? Yes, that series is tied, and a lot of pe- people are predicting a whole a full seven-game series. They see these two teams going toe-to-toe the whole way through. And, uh, again, speaking of Boston, happy birthday, Kevin Scampoli. I was trying to think of a vindictive gift to get him, uh, Tyler, because last night nothing made me laugh harder than seeing him hold up the Evil Dead game for PS4. It just made me laugh so hard. Because I know he's like not even like I forgot he had does he have PlayStation like that also that's something that like a prankster would do would be to hand like this. Hey, 
I got you this game for a Nintendo. Here you go. It's like, you fucking, you know I don't have a Nintendo. But, oh, it was such a great gift. I don't know if it was vindictive, but it, it made me laugh. I love it. So, yes. Uh, I, I was going to send him, like, some. I was going to send him, like, a Luna token or something. You know what I mean, Zach? Like, something completely, like, oh, I got you $25 in, you know, uh, in Solana tokens. <laughs> like, just something random. Or, is there a function for this? He should have just bought him a male prostitute. I mean, that's what we all know he wants. I think, well, he's asexual. He's being asexual for a while now. And I guess, yeah, if I got Kevin Dogecoin, that's like getting somebody a scratcher. Like, hey, this could turn into something. <laughs> could be zero or it could be something. Yeah, here, here's this. I don't know what I don't know what it's going to be worth in a couple couple days, but it's going to do this, it's going to do that, it's going to do this. At least that's one of the fun ones, you know, like to just watch that one, watch the wave on that. Uh so here we are, 45-33. You're right, Zach. I, like, I would be putting my, my foot on the throat trying to get this thing over with. Draymond reenters the game. Luka is back in. Steph Curry is back in. Is that a foul? That's a foul on Curry, right? Oh, they're playing rough, huh? One thing that's very frustrating about watching basketball and, and t with Reggie Miller on commentary, every time there's a foul, oh, that's a foul in today's NBA. And my NBA – that was just how it that's that was just basketball that was game one you know and, and i get it reggie well it did look a little more violent when you were playing but i don't need to constantly be reminded that today's product sucks it's like watching raw now it's terrible geezy did you watch any raw last night it was the worst show i've ever seen in my life i, I should have just watched stranger things no i've seen <laughs> Since I've been back, dude, I hear like you. It seems like you say that often. Like this was the worst fucking raw ever, and then there's another worst raw ever. I haven't watched any wrestling in a while, but why was it so bad? <sighs> Who's the raw champion right now? There's not one. That's another issue that I've been having. What? Gino, did, are we getting rid of the brand split? Why is Roman the double champ and there's nothing on Raw? Like Cody Rhodes is the raw champion with no belt. He is basically the raw chain with no belt beats because we got to slowly build up for WrestleMania. We got the money in the bank pay for you where Cody pretty much did the John Cena advertisement where he basically said he's going to win and he's going to cash in a Roman at WrestleMania where we're going to look forward to that moment. But right now, Roman is our only real champion. He's not going to show up for any like non like stadium events, but he'll show up for TV. So again, hell himself, Roman's not going to be there. Isn't that so weird? I Like I... I hate this show now. It took one weekend of me like just reading the news from Sasha and Naomi. So Sasha and Naomi, Zach, for those who are unaware, for the uh, they walked out of Raw last week. They didn't like their creative, so they decided to just, you know what, fuck it, we're not going to go out there. And now I said that it wasn't, uh, you know, that's not very professional, which it's not, but... Yeah, the show sucks anyway. You Who gives a shit? disappointed millions of WWE fans by leaving us. They did. Well, now look what we have to watch. The rewrites this week were probably awful because there was no Sasha Banks there. This well, you know what I would have said if they would have walked out and I was there? Hmm. You're fired. Yeah, fire him. Get him out of there soon. <laughs> Control the narrative. Sasha Banks and Naomi got to post pictures on, like, an airplane runway. Like, deuces, bitches. Like, we're out. Uh... And all you know the, the the narrative leaks about uh, here here's kind of what we um, like oh we got yelled at by a producer backstage and Gino was it ever revealed who that producer was? 
We still don't know which of the many possible producers it could be. I feel it could be Curse Axel during his triumph. They had Aurora or Arya Defari. I'm so sure it was Jamie Noble. I'm, I just know it. Like, because he's probably, he seems to be the one that everybody respects the most. So if you told him, like, hey, Jamie, we don't like this creative. Well, damn it. I book all these other matches. You better just do what I say. Uh-huh. Like, there, that was my cornet, I feel. That wasn't a good Jamie Noble. But J- Jamie Noble, baby. It just sounds like Cornetto. They're the same guy, but Gino. Do you uh, remember when we super kicked you right in the face? A Waves, thank you for the follow. A Waves, join the Discord. We're watching basketball and talking wrestling and talking Stranger Things season four. Coming to Netflix June 1st. Right, Zach? Is that right? Sure. June they, 1st. I, I think they. Aren't they like only dropping a certain amount of episodes and they come out weekly? Oh, they, my gosh. No, Stranger Things is all at once, I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, yeah. Netflix doesn't play around with that. that only when they I'm do thinking it. of The Boys. I think The Boys comes out weekly. Oh, are they doing the yeah, weekly? Yeah, just like last season. It's going to be three episodes on release then every week. So, yep, we're going to have to wait. Uh, I don't like that. I'll wait till it's over. It's fine. I'll wait till it's over. But because the best part was just being able to binge all that. It was so fun. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll check. We'll check it out. Oh, what are we doing? Sorry. That was terrible. Who's that guy? Tyler Lee? That is Stephen Curry's brother-in-law. He's dating, uh, I forgot what her name. Is it Sonia Curry? He's play, uh, she plays volleyball. She's a professional volleyball player, and now he is uh, married to his sister, so he's been on the team for a few years. How does this work? How, what? What do they Nepotism, mean? Do they mean it like a potluck? How, how does that work? The, the Golden State Warrior potluck? Yeah, Steph it, signed his deal, and he's like, hey, I'm also going to need a little favor here on the <laughs> line 500 i need lee on the team yeah, now gotta get lee. my sister's been begging my sister won't, won't shut the fuck stop up nagging me where's seth curry is he in philadelphia still he's in brooklyn now but it kind of sucks because when he was in philadelphia he had another family uh, family connection he's dating austin rivers uh sister or he's uh, married he might be married now and uh, he, his coach would have been his father-in-law. That was awesome when they, when he was on Philly. What is happening? What's all, I love all this, like, the real world. Philadelphia 76ers. Like, it's, there's all this behind-the-scenes dating and family shit. Uh, Bobon's yeah, girlfriend. Imagine if your father-in-law is your coach and he's pissed off at you. <laughs> well, I always thought of that when Tom Coughlin was coaching uh, the, the lineman. I, I forget his name, David, whatever. But Oh, Luca. Good plan. Didn't work, though. Sometimes when you try and draw a foul, it doesn't work. Look at Draymond just doing his thing. Oh! Kleber got a block! To a front flip! Okay, foul. Sometimes I wish it was like NBA Jam and you could do like a flip and shit and do some awesome stuff on on your way to the hoop. But, yes, so far Dallas looks pretty good. Good block by Maxi Kleber. Playing much better than he did uh, two nights ago. Uh, We're up by 14, but we were up by 14. Was that game three or game two? Tyler, when we blew that lead, that that was game two because it couldn't have been game three with uh, all the missed threes unless the That's Warriors true. were doing really. I can't remember that much of game three other than that over fifteen set, honestly. But yeah, game two, uh, I, I was uh, it was during SmackDown's third hour, and I, I had it up in a very small window, just seeing the scoreboard, and I was looking around uh, back and forth, and I saw we were down by twenty at one point. I thought the game was over, and next thing you know, it's a game again. Yeah, and that's. 
That's the story. And I think I was watching that just really sad. I was sitting on my couch, just really bummed out. Like, oh, my gosh. And Sunday was even worse. Like, people were, like, texting me, you know, oh, I'm going to bed. And I was like, I can't. I can't move from this spot. I just, I have to. I even watched the Steph Curry postgame interview. I was just, I couldn't leave. I was miserable. I couldn't believe I just watched my team get their butts kicked like that. And I don't like that I'm invested, Zach. I think that's the other problem with me is, like, I used to watch basketball as, like, a Laker fan, and the Lakers were just good. So it was not like – but I've been with the Mavs for the ride a little bit. I, I liked them when they were – like, Luka was a young pup and they were still not even making the playoffs. Now that I'm a fan and I'm invested and I've watched them get eliminated in the playoffs, this these games hurt. Being a fan hurts. Yeah, that's the whole fucking point, isn't it? I guess so, right? Like, even as, like, you know, Raiders and Angels, like, everything that I do, I'm so used to the pain that I yeah, don't you like. you should be. I mean, and the Cowboys, you just <laughs> love all the loser oh teams, gosh, the Redskins. I did enjoy the skins for a long time there with Jason Because you weren't a Clippers fan. Oh, no. I had a Clippers hoodie. I liked Elton Brand and Corey Maggette. We went to, like, Walmart, and then the Clippers hoodie was, like, 8 bucks. So, like, one of my parents got it for me. And when I had NBA Live 2004 – I think I played with the Clippers. I was, you know, uh, I can't remember who was on that team. I think it was just Elton Brand and Corey McGetty. Oh my gosh, Clay Thompson, Game Four, Clay. Dude, I mean, I, like Tyler was saying, even if Golden State's down by twenty, Clay can score fucking thirty points in a quarter easy by himself. So, who's your basketball team, Geezy? Kevin brings up a good point. Who's my basketball team? Yeah, now? we're basketball fans now. Dude, I mean. I can't say the Lakers. I refuse <laughs> to say I'm a Lakers fan while LeBron James is on the team. Well, you live in Salt Lake, that so you you could just use yeah. this opportunity. To I just, love the Jazz. You jazz could just start great. being I love a fucking Jazz. Rudy, I love fucking everybody on that team. Yeah, who's this guy doing a terrible Elvis? Is this a girl? Did you? Be. Is it a? Is that his dick? No, that's Tom Hanks. Have you ever seen the the show Chad? Chad? No. Yeah. So on TBS, and I know that all of my all of my uh, <laughs> Tyler in the chat, the Oakland A's, the Warriors, the Raiders. Yeah, it's you've had quite the journey, Tyler. But you kind of when it pay, it paid off for the Warriors. Like you had like a what three and four years, right? That. What did that feel like? I've never even had that. I, I mean, guess, are you not a Giants fan? They won the fucking series every other year. Oh, he's an A's while. fan. See, Oakland, oh, not, not that side of the Bay. And the Warriors <laughs> were in Oakland. Right, Tyler? They were in Oakland. Now they're in San Francisco. Like, they left you. Yeah, yeah, they just moved to San Francisco in 2020, and they uh, it was all in the same parking lot, Vleeties. It was awesome. Whenever you went to an A's game, you got to see Oracle Arena, and you got to wonder, oh, that's how it looks like when it's the football field when it's out. Everything was all in that one parking lot, and it was amazing, and we had such a rough time all these years growing up. But as you're saying, yeah, it was, it was fucking crazy to see where it's taken off to at this point. These stats just keep growing, and you know how ESPN is. They're always going to throw any kind of technical they can at you but last six of eight western conference finals ladies almost the finals that's crazy that's very crazy it's it's really the run that they've been on is insane my favorite part of it i mean other than the kevin durant years and even with that it felt homegrown which i enjoyed like i didn't know who steph curry was coming out of davidson and i didn't know clay thompson or draymond were 
And suddenly it was this like, who are these guys? Why is this team unstoppable? How did this happen? They're all uh, they're all salary cap friendly or whatever to make sure that they're all on that same team. They plug and play the other two guys, and it just works. It wasn't like LeBron had to text people, hey, what team are you going to? All right, I'll go there. Like, no, none of that. It was completely. Well, even Steve Kerr, too. Did you see Steve Kerr becoming the coach he is now? That's true. Well, I even I like Jason Kidd as a coach. Like, I, I like – I think he's, he's doing. A, I think he's doing a good job with the Mavericks. Uh, I think the biggest issue is he's. A, I brought this up at work. He's a point guard, right? Point guards are small, and they think we gotta shoot threes. We gotta shoot threes. Like the reason there's no big man is because they have a point guard as their coach who just says this is the way. Like this, this is just the way we do it. Okay, when I win games, it's from the arc. We're just gonna th- shoot it from here. Okay, we're not shooting it inside the paint. And I think that's a huge mistake. I grew up watching Shaquille O'Neal, who every shot he took was in the paint. Like, you know, if he wasn't in the paint, people would hold their breath. Even on the free throw line, we didn't know what was going to happen with that ball. So I, I miss that kind of NBA. But back to Chad, Geezy. Chad is this horrible show on TBS. And it's Nassim Padrad, who is a pretty hot chick. Have you ever seen Nassim Padrad? No, but you can bet your ass I'm going to look it up. So she's in a Netflix movie that you would like. It's called Desperados. Uh, and she, she, she's just a hot chick. She's on Saturday Night Live. Uh, like once you see her, and look, she's not the hottest chick, right? Everyone settle down. Let me, let me tamper the expectations a little bit here. But very attractive girl, right? And what she, is her name? Nasim. So it's N-A-S-I-M. And then it's P-E-D-R-A-D. Oh, got it. Nassim Padrad. So, okay, I mean, sure. Yeah, very attractive young lady. She was on SNL for many years. That's where I kind of discovered her. I used to love that show. And uh, she was in Desperados on Netflix. Good movie. She does very well in a chick flick role. Comedy, you know, she can do the comedy portion. And she's on this show on TBS called Chad. Fuck, and that's her? That's her. <laughs> And I, I watch, and as soon as I saw the trailer, I knew it was her, by the way, which also made me like, it just makes me cringe because if you want to make a show about like a white kid now, you got to get a woman. Like, what is this? Why? Why? Why did this happen? Because men, uh, men were taking all the roles, even women's roles. So they got to get some back. And they make, I mean, yeah, they make her you know, nerdy. Elliot and- just did it himself, but. <laughs> You, sure, let's just give her a bowl cut. She looks fucking terrible. She does look like a dude. It's over the t- like they want to have an over the top nerdy white character named Chad. Let's get a female, and maybe she wrote this show, and this was her like brainchild. Like, I have this great idea for like a show about this really awkward teenager, and then the catch will be I'll play the teenager, and I'm a hot chick. So. I don't know. It drives me nuts. Like, every time I see a trailer, nothing funny happens in the trailer, but they tell me America's most watched comedy is back. Like, no, it's not. Nobody watches this show. Does anyone watch Chad? Let's check the chat. Who's watching Chad? Nobody. Nobody, dude. Gino, have you watched Chad? I have not watched Chad, but what sucks, again, these people say this is the best comedy or, like, most watched their stuff, like fucking my girl or the fuck's girl and fucking uh the mindy project actual good shit that's on like abc and cbs do you like the mindy project i watched one episode and i thought this was very okay but doesn't deserve to 
get the praise that it did. And I was a fan of it because like some of the people that like showed up on it because like it is like kind of just good comedy, kind of like, but not entirely like Portlandia and other fucking comedy that I really enjoyed. That's another good show. Portlandia was funny. I was watching that on like an airplane. There was like a, one episode of Portlandia available. I watched that. That was hilarious. Dakota says Chad's my fucking favorite show. So they're out there. <laughs> Tyler, do you like Chad? Is that your show? I never even heard of this show before at all, and I don't know what you guys are saying. I do, do not want to give it a chance at all. I'm glad I don't. Um, is strictly sports. Maybe that's what it is. All of us white guys are just insecure that some lady. So how come Steph Curry dropped the ball and acted like somebody hit it out of his hands? Is that was that what he just tried to do there? He just tried to pull a little sneak one right now, and it did not work at all. I've seen it work before, <laughs> and uh, the whole crowd erupts like, what the hell just happened? How did you not call that? So I'm glad they uh, held him accountable right there. Yeah, because like, if this was in San Francisco, maybe he would have gotten away with it, but you heard an audible, whoa, you can't do that shit. Luca doesn't get another call, but that's his plan wow. is just to go in there and get his butt kicked. So White guy can't get a call, huh? 62 to 4. Chad could have got one. 62. Well, Bronny can get a white chick, but Luca can't get a fucking call. Luca can't, and he's not even white. He's like Slovenian. Okay, sixty-two to forty-seven is your score going into the half. That is a what is that? Fifteen? Twenty-five? How many points is that? What were the numbers? <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> a lot of points. Okay, and, a lot. And it Look is at a that lot. turd, dude. Yeah, that hair is awful. It's worse than Derrick Henry's, hair. but. That's part of the culture. As, as white people don't understand, that's one of like, I think Chris Allen would always tell me, I have two choices: I can be bald or have an afro. So like, <laughs> like that's <laughs> the, the black culture. There's not many hair options. Who that started that shit? Was it Cam? Oh no, uh, the weekend. The weekend showed up with that annoying long. No, show. Cam Newton had shit like that before the weekend. No, I feel like Cam copied it from the weekend. That, that's all I think when I see well, that. I agree to disagree. By the way, so yes, what Discord you watching this in? Oh, here also we can put the link. Oh. Here, I do it. I, I can figure this out. <sighs> I can where the fuck you just? Where is Maddie Spice? Does he not exist anymore? I think he's moved on. He's not your mod. He's probably playing Minecraft somewhere. I'm I'm the new mod. Everybody, hello. My name is Vleeties. Uh, copy here. I copy the link. Invite him to Vleeties. That's a good call. Like, hey, who? What's this? What's this thing y'all are watching it in? There we go. Like, can you post links in this chat? Yeah, there it is. There you go, A-Waves. Jump in, dude. We're watching some some basketball. Right now we're watching some pizza commercials. Uh, but, yes, Zach. Oh, my gosh. Chad. Seems like a great show. Maybe during commercials, since we're on a commercial break, we could just watch a trailer. Sure, bro. I mean, I'll for sure never watch this show, but we, we can give it a stab. You think so? You don't think you'd ever check it out? Like, what if this trailer really blows you away? Dude, I've never seen... <laughs> I've never seen The Sopranos. I've never seen. Oh, uh, fuck! What's the meth one that everybody loves? Breaking Bad. Never seen Breaking Bad. I've never seen great shows like that. You think I'm gonna sit down and watch fucking Chad before that? Mom, I need. I think you would love Chad, and and I've watched minimal Breaking Bad. I I've never even seen The Godfather. Why? That's not a show. That's a movie. But why have you not seen that? Don't watch it now because you're not gonna like it. I bet. Like. It's like it's, it's, is it going to be overhyped? Like, does it not hold up? No, it's it's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. And when I was a kid, my dad would watch it, and I would tell him, "This is like the most boring movie I've ever watched." And then as an adult, it's the greatest movie that's ever been made. It's so good. And Sopranos, I've watched three episodes on HBO Max. It's really good. You would like it. 
It's a good – I think it's a perfect, like, sit down, uh, maybe no family around, watch that show, and just get lost in it. It's really good for the three episodes I've watched. I was watching Captain America and Winter Soldier last night because I was watching Yellowstone on Peacock, and an ad popped up, and I said, I'm fucking done watching ads. So I put it on a little – uh Put it on a little Winter Soldier because someone was telling me that I have to watch all the Marvel stuff in order because the next Avengers movie, you're going to have to know everything. So I thought, okay, let me go watch this, and then I'll watch Loki, and then I'll watch this. Uh, I'm going to watch it all, Zach. I have Disney I have Disney Plus, and even though they're trying to groom our children, uh, we're going we're gonna to enjoy it. Dude, you got to. But have you seen the new – Thor trailer that came out today? I Not the one today. I saw the one that Jim and them watched. Um, it looks funny. Are these movies just comedies now? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, fucking Taika, dude. Are He's they all comedy. Are they as funny as Chad? The new they LeBron Jameses. Stop funny. calling them LeBron Jameses. They're just called LeBrons. Ah! We're in high school now. We can't be losers anymore. Why? Did you eat the lunch I made you? It was lamb stew. Do you ever eat just regular American food, like peanut butter sandwiches with the crust cut off? Is this, like, is that funny? Is that funny? Like, it's not funny. I, I don't, I know. Gino, were you laughing? Why would anyone laugh at this <laughs> when there's actual good comedy that you could watch nowadays in 2022? I don't get it. Half like, of us are high too, and it's not funny at all. Yeah, like is that what this was supposed to be for? For like really high people? There's no way anyone watches this show. Even this trailer has less than 200,000 views. You'd figure it would have. I mean, it's on TBS. It's a comedy, and it's got Nassim Pedrad. We'd all be watching it. All of us horny dudes. But no, it's terrible. Can you get that as my date? Isn't the whole point of being a mom that you don't have a life anymore and it's all about the children? Nope. Razzle, dazzle, never gonna stop. I promised mom I would babysit the crap out of you. Now get on your jammies, put on a better attitude, and let's spend some quality time together. You kids in your screens. Like, is it just she thought of every douchey, like, dad joke and this was, like, what came out of it? Like, I... Because the jokes are so easily and so like simply done, and she's not even putting that much like into the joke. It it's just kind of observational. Is this meta? Maybe I don't get it. Is this like uh, what was that movie? The Batman. Maybe this is the Batman, and I just don't get it. Yeah, you just you too fucking dumb. You just don't get it, man. Maybe this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You, you don't live in Portland or Seattle, so you just don't understand this comedy at all. All right, let's try a little bit more. I can do this. Chad, I didn't realize you were Persian. You gotta be I'm not like so different. I just have olive skin. So I'm a high Would it be okay if we just try to blend in more when we're in public? Can you hook me up with that Wi-Fi password? We're enjoying each other's company right now, Chad. I feel like that depends on who you ask. Right. I don't know that. <laughs> like I, I don't know. None of that was funny, but the music made me think it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That wasn't good. Come on, that wasn't good, Zach. It put on the new Thor trailer because Chris Hemsworth has reached his fucking final form, dude. 
Oh, is he, he in shape is again? Yak, no. He's yacked out of his mind right now. All right, let's take a look. Thor, Love and Thunder. This Also, it shows uh, Christian Bale finally. What? Batman's in this? Dude, Christian Bale is the bad guy. In this movie? Yes. What, what? Who is he? Why is he a bad guy? He's Batman. He's Gore the God Killer, dude. He's already been in a superhero movie. These fucking guys can't move on. Thor, Love and Thunder, new official Marvel trailer 2, starring Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor <laughs> Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. Ah. Saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. A new when journey. He got in shape. He went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title <gasps> as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Oh, is that his sister? <laughs> Girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. <laughs> Am I uh, sensing feelings? Well, <laughs> you're right. Natalie Portman's the super hot. Who gods care about? What is that? Themselves. Is that Voldemort? Yeah. All gods will die. Oh. I was going to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. It's just my first bad guy. Wait, how is she doing that? They're going to explain that, right? He's poor, dude. Was that Batista? Where's the stinger? Let's see who you are. I take off your disguise. And flip. Dude, yeah. Oh, he's naked. Flip too hard, damn it. He's so big. He did too hard, damn it. And he's got lats. And eventually, grape. <laughs> what? I'll see it July 8th. I, I don't think I have plans. I'm seeing Jurassic Park next month. That's going to be a good time. That movie looks good. I'm, I'm just not. I haven't been in Marvel Zone in forever. They they did such a good job wrapping up that last uh, Avengers. I did watch these Spider-Man movies that Tyler had me watch, and they were very good. Tyler, what did you think of the new Thor trailer? I'm a little upset that Natalie Portman is Thor. Of course, they're going to find some way to explain it. And, of course, there's probably some New Age comic that said, oh, well, Jane did become Thor. So, technically, that is comic book accurate. That's what they always want to throw at us all the fuck? time. How do you not know uh, that, Tyler? How do you we, we know? Can't, uh, I, yeah, how do you know, Geese? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are soft. We don't all read you do is read Spider-Man, Tyler. We don't even do that. All we do is watch wrestling and then watch basketball. <laughs> and then we... Jerk off in the metaverse. What do you mean? Jane Foster becomes Thor, dude. But how? Like, is Thor that... is the person who wields Milnor. It's not fucking Thor Odinson. <laughs> Molnir. Anybody can be Thor. All right, let's get to some real footage, okay? But... Captain America was Thor for a little bit in the movie you liked. 
I did like that movie. I like all these movies. I I hear Eternals is dog shit, but people are like, you gotta at least watch it. Uh, is it really? Yeah, it's, do I have I, to? No. It's necessary for possible characters where we might see in the future. I feel so geezy. We might not see it, but it's important to at least know lore that we're going to have in the potential future. Get it and go watch Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange 2 was directed by the Fucking Sam Raimi Spider-Man director from the original movies. It's MCU's first horror film. Definitely, I don't know if Ralphie would be able to watch this <laughs> film. It's so scary. All right. Well, he likes the first Doctor Strange, but he'd probably be all right skipping this one. So speaking of strange, uh, so we all saw, at least most people, I assume, everybody saw the video of the United the United Airlines like worker slapping this this poor man and now this seems like a, the longer version of it at least this is what i found today like my uh people were telling me no there's more to it it looks like the the, the guy struck the employee first let's see if that changes your opinion zach because i've watched this i watched this today and i just thought like this guy's at work you know like i'm surprised he fucking like Ready's up for him. All right, here we go. He just got slapped by the guy. He threw he threw one. But instead of now, if you're an employee, now I've worked at places where people get mad at you and start yelling at you. You just back down. You're like, nope, not worth it. I'm at work. I don't want to lose my job. Fuck it. This guy is full on like, no, you ready to do this, bruh? I'm ready to fight you, bruh. Let's fight a little bit here at the United Airlines counter. And, and pe- the comments are all like, why is he even on that side of the counter? Zach, there's always employees like because this guy probably came over from like the the self the, the self fucking terminal. Yeah, just no. doing his job. Because there's that self checking area that always has like one person watching, and then he probably saw there was a ruckus. Uh, we don't know what Brandon Langley was trying to do. He probably uh, look. We've all had issues with airlines. There's always been issues where it's like oh well actually the, your your check bags they're not free it's actually going to be $80. I have an email here saying that it's free. Uh yeah, it's not pulling up in my system though. So your email doesn't mean shit. Well, this email is from your corporate and it says right here that the bags are free. Uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't show I don't show. work for corporate unfortunately. Yeah, it doesn't show that though. Can you grab a supervisor? Uh they're going to tell you the same thing. Can you just can you grab I see there's one right there. Can you just grab that one? And then the supervisor comes up and goes, oh, you just have to click right here. Sorry about that. It's like, yeah, no shit. I know they're free. Get your people trained. Their people aren't trained. They're just ready to box. No, they are trained. They're just trying to fuck you over. See, like, yeah, I can't do anything without a supervisor. Now, so. there's the moment right here, though, because uh, Brandon Langley, former cornerback for the Denver Broncos, he's even, like, folding up his headphones, like, ready to, like, he's not in a fighting stance. He's not ready to fight. And once he eats that slap, from from this guy i mean it's over but he why would you slap this guy number one and <laughs> now and he wasn't even trying to fight you in this moment he had moved on after you had slapped him and here you are like no i'm not done pride's on the line here i am united airlines boom i am the law in this fucking terminal i am the law <laughs> dude gets rocked <laughs> Brandon Langley grabs his headphones, walks away, and look at this bloody right back in his face. He can't even sit back up. Oh, hey. Damn, why is he bleeding so much? Yeah, you want more. You want more. (laughs) 
Did he hit his head on something? Yeah. Oh, dude, you didn't. So when he got punched, he like fell into like the baggage thing. He ate shit pretty good. I'm just sad he didn't fall into the conveyor belt and like start getting taken away. That's what all the comments were saying. Like, oh, it would have been great if he had fallen into the conveyor belt. Like, it would have been a great, like, like main event moment if he had just fallen in and started rolling away. Like, oh, there he goes. Uh, yeah, I watched that. Like, because when I first saw it, it did look like just random passengers getting slapped and then fights back. The longer version shows he does make contact first. But even as an employee, you don't try and fight the guy. Like, even if you get slapped, swallow your pride a little bit and just move on. Like, get time off at, like afterwards from your employer. He got fired. That guy lost his job. <laughs> like he should. You can't fucking assault a customer, even if they fucking did something to you. Yeah. Like, come on. What do you like? And and we've all worked. And you it. slapped him. Why would you slap him? And what is it about airports? Is it like because not just people behind the counter. TSA employees like these people are so miserable it's it's surprising when you hand somebody your ID and your ticket and they're like hey I like your shirt and you're like oh thanks like I like your shirt too thanks yeah just a work uniform yeah what's your name same as all the other ones yeah what's your name Ryan yeah my name's my name's Chad nice to meet you like like it's crazy when you meet somebody with a good attitude it's it's surprising why are people in airports so miserable I don't – I mean, has it not been miserable since 9-11? Dude, we, we like hardly remember the days where you could show up to the airport 15 minutes before your fucking flight leaves and just walk to the gate and get on the airplane. You didn't have to take your shoes off, pull your dick out, stand in the x-ray machine, get there three hours early just in case. Like it's such a fucking hassle now. We're used to it, but fuck. Yeah. Could you imagine every time you want to go on a road trip, you got to prep for three hours before you do anything? You just sit in a room. You're like, all right, well, we're going to make this trip soon. And first, we're going to have to search your cavities and check your (laughs) shoes. Yeah, well, even my dad has the artificial hip. He has to go into, like, the room and get the the actual, like, pat down. The the arena here, American Airlines, is leaking. So for those who are unaware, I'm here in Dallas – it has been raining for at least six straight hours. Like it has just been pouring. There was thunder before we went live. Cubans pissed. This is like his oh, building. He's mad. You could tell he is furious. I paid seven billion dollars and it's fucking leaking. Yeah, like this. This is our arena, and it, and he's probably going to be able to use this to like get a new one. Like the oh yeah, the, <laughs> the Mavs are gonna this have- this one broken half inch water pipe fucking ruined the structure of the ceiling they're rusting it so now they just need to tear the whole thing down just just fucking start over arlington wants uh arlington wants the the team there because for those who are unaware arlington is probably 18 miles away probably less than that from dallas so like at&t when you're at when you're in dallas you can see the stadium because it's gigantic but for the most part it really is uh you know not an even it's not in the same city so Arlington, who won the bid for for the Cowboy Stadium, they have the Ranger Stadium. They want to get the the Mavericks there, and they want the Stars there. Like they just want that whole area, that downtown Arlington, to be a huge, tra- uh, you know, sportsplex and tr- and travel destination. So they want the Mavericks to go there. Uh, Leaky Arena, pff, we're out of here, dude. It looks like there's multiple leaks. It's not just the one. Well, I mean. 
Dude, yeah, if you're Cuban, you have your lawyer going through your contract right now, seeing <laughs> how the fuck do I get out of this 30-year lease because of this leaky pipe. Why do we have cave? one old fuck up there with a flashlight like that? How are we going to fix this? Get the old guy up there with a flashlight. He'll be the one. Get him a roll of duct tape. He'll get this figured out. He so. was here when it was built. He's the only one who knows where these pipes go. But do you, would you ever imagine seeing fucking Michael Jordan standing on the side of the court playing hacky sack with a fucking basketball? That is true. It's fun to watch. In these a Western guys. Conference final. <laughs> these guys are just playing with <laughs> yeah, with, with the ball. Curry's putting the long sleeve back on. Curry's uh, playing fucking rock, paper, scissors with fucking the other team. Look at this mechanism they have here. They have like a canopy with a hose. <laughs> like, what it's is a this? UV light. Yeah. What Jeez. Is uh, Tyler, have you ever seen this before? I've never seen a leakage in uh, an arena before, for sure. But they definitely, I'm glad they sent someone up there to do it. I thought someone was going to have to go a lot higher. And uh, they're definitely high up, but I didn't know that there was scaffoldings just for them to walk on right there. I thought it was going to be a lot scarier. Didn't the San Jose Sharks, was that the Sharks who had like the shark? <laughs> Clay, geez. Oh, he's furious. He's probably he's so. Drop 37 when they come He back. was probably so, he probably gave the most inspirational speech at halftime. Look at the lady behind Cuban. That's a very bad angle for the guy in front. That was a very good angle for the lady behind, but uh, like I could just <laughs> look at the, look at Gino, dude. What's Gino up to? Gino, what are you doing over there? Man, I'm just sitting here seeing <laughs> this fucking issues with this fucking stadium, man. I have no idea why. That was you up in the Raptors, dude. And that guy was doing a good job. That's it. He's doing his fucking job. He's trying to fucking take care of this pipe. No one else is fucking doing it. That's so a good point. Get up there and do it. That's a good point, Gino. He's up there getting it done. Uh, let's take a look. There's other things that had happened. Um, let's see. We got to watch that. Oh, gas prices, Zach. That's an easy one that we, we didn't really ever get to. So I was actually on Twitter where I seemed to read for like 10 minutes and just get unbelievably furious. And people were, were boasting, uh, that Biden is not to blame for the gas prices. Now in my head, I was like, no, he isn't. He clearly like when the gas prices were high with, with Barack, when they were high with, with Bush, we always blame the president, and when they got lowered with Trump, we were thanking him. Uh, whenever any prices go up and down, we want to blame somebody. Like, So the Democrats, or at least the people that I was seeing on Twitter, they were blaming Shell. They were blaming the oil companies for raising the prices unjustly, like price gouging almost. Like, uh, So I was looking- They're getting like record profits right now, right? That's, so that's what I was looking, and the only, my biggest question for that is grosser net. And nobody, yeah. nobody can answer that. And well, revenue or profit? Like we need to, yeah, need to be clear here. So, and that's that's what I'm wondering. Like, is this net? Or is this how much money? Is this their take home? Is this like what? What's the take home pay? Because in my head, when you look at inflation, when you look at uh, cost of the way the cost of wages has gone up, transportation costs have gone up. I mean, that's that includes oil, but it also includes the wages, and. All the prices are on the rise, right? So in my head, I'm thinking gas is just going to naturally fall in line with that because if you are an oil company, you have to deal with you know the, the, the drilling site to obtain the oil. You have to pay the staff for that. If all of the costs go up, yes, you're going to be making more money, but the value of the dollar bill is less. So it, it, it's very, very it, – it was fascinating to me to see, first of all, there's a 22% tax on gas. I didn't know that. So I read that and I said, well, we can, if Biden wants to help with gas prices, why don't we lower that? Like, like you know, there's. Yeah, we just suspend it for a couple months. Let's get rid of that 22% upcharge and drop drop gas prices one fifth. But we're not. Oh, dude, 
leave the college student loans and make gas a dollar a gallon. Yeah, there you go. Bring it back down. Use all that. Don't send forty-four billion to the Ukraine. Fix. If we're gonna go to war, go to war. Don't just pay for the war. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> um, supply chain snags. Supply chain snags, and that includes you know getting transportation, getting uh, ocean containers full of oil, or getting the product here to to the inland parts of the United States. That cost has gone up. Ca- paying for ocean containers, you have to pay more to make sure your your freight doesn't get rolled. Uh, a handful of factories have been blamed for, for soaring gas prices, which have headlined the suffocating inflation of the past year. Yet the blame for the price surge is quickly shifting towards the gas companies and their profits. Several of the world's largest oil companies reported first quarter earnings in recent weeks, giving investors new detail as how sky-high gas prices are bolstering the firm's bottom lines. Performance in a world was stellar, or in a word was stellar. ExxonMobil reported a net profit of $5.5 billion. So this is net, uh, more than doubling its earnings from a year ago period. Shell notched its strongest quarter pro- quarterly profit ever. They don't say net or gross. And Chevron posted its best earnings quarter in nearly a decade. So gas prices are going up. Is this something that isn't Biden's fault? Isn't the regime's fault? It's clearly greedy oil companies. I don't know, man. I, I think, yeah, there is stuff Biden can do. I don't, can't regulate them. But like you said, if there's a tax, you can suspend the tax for a little bit. Well, twenty-two. I, fuck, I got forty cents a gallon off discount today. It still cost me one hundred twenty dollars to fill up. Yo, dude, gas has been insane. Like fucking. Yeah, I, I I was at half a tank and I put in you know normally with my car it's about forty dollars I have I have a ten gallon tank so whatever the gas prices are move that decimal over that's how much money I'm spending to fill it up and yeah I mean it's it's getting to that point now where I'm spending forty bucks and uh, like forty five fifty bucks and that little tank that I have in this little car is costing me a lot of money to put gas in it's making me not want to go places either so. We like retail spending was down this past month. Like the the economy gets affected in so many ways. Like I can't be the only one where I'm tracking my gas spending and realizing I don't want to go anywhere. I can't afford to drive there. And then you don't (laughs) go. And then you don't go to Target to spend money there. You don't go to places to spend your money. So you know you're just you you start kind of saving your money just for gas. That affects the economy in other ways. Uh, but I, I was reading this article just fascinated because if they are making record profits, net profits. Now, a lot of the, now the other people, the other side of this is, yes, they're making net profits because they're no longer going to be getting oil from Russia. So this money is to figure out how to get oil somewhere else. Like they're trying to build up some money to be able to fund new oil projects and, and find out how they can lower the price eventually, which I don't know. That sounds kind of reasonable, right? Like, doesn't that make a little bit of sense? No, I think you've been fucking brainwashed, dude. This I, is bullshit. Am I getting? We lib- shouldn't have to put up with this. Am I getting libtarded? I should just go fix yeah. it. Fix it, Joe. Who built the cages, Joe? That's all that I could think about. I just paid five dollars and forty-one cents from my PayPal account to my good friend Kevin Scampoli. I've subscribed like a hundred months in a row on trovo.live slash TWFS. Wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you so much, Kev. Be cool for all of the entertainment and for everything that you've done for me. And a happy birthday to you, my friend. Uh, and as a reward, 
We will keep watching them trying to fix this leak. This is supposed to be the Game 4 Spectacular, Zach. I didn't know we were going to have uh, building issues. Just put a fucking bucket under it and play. Let's Jeez. go. Let's play some b-ball. Oh, you know it's Mark Cuban doesn't want Luke. Has there ever been a rain delay for a basketball game before? <laughs> Good question. Tyla, any rain delays? <laughs> Not that I've heard of. I know we've had bats invade the San Antonio's arena more than once before, and Manu Ginobili's able to swat that shit. That guy's the bat caller, man. And they have actually so many bat problems that the Coyote uh, mascot even has his own Batman suit, apparently. I almost want to – I don't know if you guys have seen that thing on Shark Tank they had, they talk about with uh, – they did it on Shark Tank. I forget what it was. You can buy these little, like, bat – like. These little bat homes. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white Thank kids. you so much, Ricardio. I appreciate this, my friend. You can buy these little bat... Oh, it's a hydrate. Let me... Poor kids are just as bright you and just as talented as Cast them all? Oh, no. You oh. got three, dude. I got to go get more water. How Do you think Mark Cuban just Poor kids loses just his fucking mind in a meeting tomorrow? Oh, 100%. All right. He's requesting like, This is so the many. fucking game four Western Conference Finals, and you embarrass me like this? You know what? Let's take a break and get more water. There's plenty of rain in this arena, so this is going to take a minute. I'm going to grab water. Uh, Giza, you grabbing water? I'm grabbing Oreos, bro. Okay, Oreos. Let <laughs> Gino, are you grabbing water? All right, I'm pretty much good here, man. I could stay here, discuss some shit with the chat. We could talk with Tyler. Kevin could talk if he wants to because he could unmute himself. We could all talk. with Ty Tyler, are you getting water? I can use some water, but if Gino wants to talk to me, I will. I'm down with either or. Gino, what do you think? I say we play a song and we come back when the song's over. That way we're all refreshed. You can go pee, too. You have to go pee, I assume. Gino, do you have to pee? I'm not perfectly good, but yeah, if you want to play a song, I find you playing a song, man. Today, right. we might need a break. You know, people are getting a moment of silence with the so. Yes, I don't want to play a sad song. I'm going to play Lil Bow Wow's basketball song. So I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't want it to be too somber. And then if I need one more song, I'm going to play That's How I Beat Shaq. So it, there's a theme here, Gino. Hopefully you catch on soon. But let's take a little break. We'll be right back on Kevin Scampoli's birthday slash the Game 4 Western Conference Finals live watch-along spectacular on Trovo.live slash Valini's. The game is being in the Discord. It's not shown illegally. If we all lived in the same city, we'd be watching it together. We'll be right back. So, so dead. I'm gonna have to fool with Go it. Ahead. I might cross you 
you up and fake one way. Turn around and hit you with the MJ fadeaway. Hope them went down passes like JK. Taking cats to the rack and I'm dunking on them like C-Mac. When I'm in the plan, I play with that Alonzo style. I'm like Darius because I can Don't too many players get offers like me. Back and forth, I likely shake the checks off your Nikes. They almost had me in a suit at the draft because it looked like a free throw when I be shooting from half. The first step like Iverson, blow past you. Usually nothing but net, but I could go blast too. When I'm in the paint, the defense so shook. They don't know if I'm going to put up a slow hook or dish off a no look. To draw the lane would be dumb, no, because I sent it back at you. Then give you the finger like a tumble. Shorty, over the summer, you might have boosted an inch. But as long as Fabulous is playing, get used to the bench. And see, my game consists of a whole lot of moves you would think I learned from the Harlem Globetrotters. JD gonna lead us to a ring. Fab and Bow Wow's the only players that make cheerleaders want to sing. The night MJ scored 63 points when the Lakers won titles back to back. Didn't give nobody no kind of slack. When Vince Carter came, stuck his arm in the rim. Everybody went crazy in the whole damn gym. To Kimbe Matumbo standing tall, playing D with desire. His basketball sing. resumed at American Airlines. I'm Ryan Van Vliet. Welcome to the Game 4 Western Conference Finals live spectacular watch along. Geezy, are you still with us? Still here, man. Awesome. I'm glad you're here. You're going to witness the greatest half of basketball ever. Tyler Spida, how are you feeling? Your team's not doing well right now, but you're, you know, you're leading the series pretty handedly. I definitely can't lie and say I, it's not like I don't want to win this game, but it's a little sad to see how much we're how much we're missing all these shots. But then at the same time, we're playing very very sloppy defense. Uh, these Warriors are acting like they're playing the Dallas Mavericks of Game Three. These are the Dallas Mavericks that we've been seeing all season. 
And Gino, how are you feeling? You're you're get, you're enjoying basketball, uh, and you're also you're a little somber today from given given the tragedy that happened earlier today. It's me, Gino. Uh, so okay. this is yeah. All? I just had to actually take this. What's happening? Oh, hey, Gino. Good piss. How did it go? It was good, man. You know, I finally need to what's actually stood myself up and realized you know it actually to get away. That's what so, happens, dude. It's like when you're on an airplane. Like, you, like when you get off the plane, I like run to the bathroom. Like you're. They say you. This is probably true. I've never been in war, but they say your body like shuts off that function, like that you have to take a shit or take a piss. Like if you're being if you're being shot at. Your body stops doing that stuff, and once you kind of get back into like, oh, I haven't peed in like 70 hours, suddenly you take the greatest, most glorious piss of your life. Luca in the paint. Oh, he got it. Easy. We're going to win this game, but it's so meaningless because we're going to get shredded in game five, Zach. Absolutely eviscerated. Oh, yeah. Mark fucking soak it up, bud. Yeah, buddy. They fixed the leak. It appears as such. Kevin Scampoli dealt with quite the leak uh, at one of his old places. This old fuck was trying to blame it all on him. Uh, Geezy, what's the greatest basketball song? Because after hearing just a smidge of that, and that's how I beat Shaq. When I was a kid. That second song that you put on. Yeah, that that how I beat Shaq song was very important to my life. Uh, Why? I don't know. It was a great song. Talked about how he beat Shaq. Shaq's in the music video. A young lad like myself. Uh, who had, like, Now the Music Volume Whatever. I think that song was on there. Uh, it was just, a, I don't know, Aaron Carter is a kid singing a song. I'm a kid. And he beat Shaq, my favorite basketball player. How did this happen? Dude, I don't know, but I I can't even think of a fucking basketball song. I played them both. I played the two good ones. Tyler, do you have a song that's like, this song reminds me of hooping? Sadly, Tyler, just like me, is AFK. I'll spread with the bathroom. You just inform me via DM really quick. Gino, what's yeah, your song? There is none, man. That's like, I don't know any basketball songs besides those two, so I don't really have a choice between. Gino, what's your favorite Matt Morgan song? Is it Sleeping Giant? Because that song's the worst. Sleeping Giant has to be his best theme song because the other one's Carlitos theme, which is not good compared to Sleeping Giant. So a handicap match was announced for Hell in a Cell. That's the Almighty taking on MVP. That sounds terrible. Um, Gino, did it happen overnight? Has this show always been the worst? What the hell? It has always been the worst. There's only just the shining moments that we do get to see, like Cody, like Roman, like they're trying to do with these future stars they hope to want to make. And I'm looking forward, though, into like the next few years. When like right now we don't really like Fear that much, but in like two, three years, we're gonna be the biggest Fear fans of all time. So we just gotta be on the bandwagon now before it starts going. We need to support Fear. Fear came finally. Fear finally released. Yeah, there's nothing on here though. Like even going through like Wrestling Inc. right now, everything just sucks. Like there's nothing even worth like, hey, did you hear about this? Like, no, there's really nothing worth bringing up. Like everything just isn't at least WWE related. <laughs> even every everything related. Like what 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 news story is getting your geese goosing? The only thing like that's game my geese goose is the things that have been announced for like just this week, like tomorrow, like Thursday Night Impact has this fucking big match I'm looking forward to seeing Masha Slamish versus Havoc. See, that sounds so terrible. Amazing to... big women. We can't just say amazing. You don't and... like big women. I love big. I'm a I'm a Havoc's biggest fan, but I just 
that doesn't sound like an amazing match. Like it just sounds like a throwaway match on on an impact. It's who cares? Who cares? What's happening to wrestling? Is it dead? I, like I'm. I, I love this show. I thought I love this fake sport. I love AEW. Maybe that's the only thing. It's like okay, AEW can still get it. They figure it out. The shows are still good. That two hours is awesome. Even when the bad shit happens, we still love it. But good God, like. You just wrestling so bad. You're excited for Havoc versus Masha Slamovich. I am. That's they're two amazingly talented women. I'm also just looking forward to because something was teased by Scott Demore on Twitter because uh, fucking Takahashi Hiromu, he wants to have a match for the title. So again, he's he's like he wants to come here to Impact, so he could be a part of the fucking uh, Ultimate X match, which I think would be fucking exciting. Him and Ace Austin had an amazing match earlier this week for Best of Super Juniors. Geezy, did you amazing did, did I hear <laughs> Masha Slamovich? Yeah, Masha Slamovich is is a wrestler. <laughs> did you hear anything else that he said? Like all that stuff had no. to sound like another language to you. I got hung up on Masha Slamovich and yeah. thinking who the fuck came up with that name. Oh, it's a great name. It's such a Ma- it's supposed to be Russian, like I, a Russian wrestler. I feel like she watched She is Russian. She watched Glow, That's I bet. Masha. She probably watched Glow on Netflix and was like Masha Slamovich, classic wrestling name. Like it does seem very gimmicky, but it fits. Like I don't know. Like when you watch Sounds her, more re- like a Russian porn star. She's fine at wrestling. Like I agree, where she's fine. But I think wrestling's so bad that by comparison, you Gino, you're able to say they're both amazing. I don't know if they're both like like amazing. I don't know if they're both amazing. I think they're both decent. Like I like Trish Stratus and Lita. That was amazing. Everything else is just, I don't know. Nothing else is stri- striking my geese right now. That's thing. What I've just realized here in 2022, the only thing you can be excited for is what now would be seen as decent because WWE just gives you the same thing over and over again. It doesn't really give you anything different. At least when you watch something like Impact, they'll give you a match like Trey Miguel and Mike Bailey, which is going to happen, which would be great. Fucking Alex, uh, Chris Saban and Kazarian, which we haven't had in a while, coming to bring that back is going to be amazing. We just have all these matches that we're running back now that we haven't just seen over and over again like we have on the mainstream WWE product. Uh, Geezy, you see on the on the floor here, Coinbase is still a sponsor of the NBA. They're on the, the rim as well. Oh, uh, Luca! Um, why are people thinking that crypto's dead? Is it just because they had that massive crash? Like, it's had crashes before. Yeah, I mean, clearly, like, we saw that from commercial... Going all back to 2013, people were commenting that fucking crypto's dead. Yeah, it's all so, the way gone. Like, and, and I, I've always hey, what? Hey, what? Malachi Black is here. And good, good call by Kevin. A lot of people think that China kind of killed it. Like, like there's these big superpower yeah. countries that are able to buy up a bunch of cryptocurrency and then do these massive sell-offs, like, like the VVS token to get crypto-y. The VVS token is like, it's really just for people that use crypto.com. There's this DeFi app. Here we go. I'm the algorithm again. There's this DeFi app where they talk about Reggie Bullock. He got it. Uh, There's this DeFi app where they can kind of, you use VVS token to make more money is pretty much how it is. Like I have a bunch of money in the DeFi earn feature, but I don't have anything in the DeFi apps right now. And I had some VVS a while back and I'm glad I got rid of it when I did. Because that token has had a decrease in value of 
Dude, <laughs> like, isn't that the most percent? Why is why is the hashtag grit not working? Let me check. I, I always, I always have. Oh, because I closed the browser. Whoops. Sorry, Nathan. Nathan <laughs> Weller's in the chat. Nathan, thank you so much for joining us on the Game Four Western Conference Finals live watch along spectacular trouble slash Fleeties slash Kevin Scampoli's birthday. This is an amazing broadcast. Uh, we we've we've done it all. We we covered another mass shooting, which was very terrible, terrible and really upsetting. We didn't watch footage of it, other than the crazy guy running up to the school. Uh, we talked about LeBron James Jr. taking a white chick to prom and how that triggered a bunch of people. So it's been quite the event, Zach. Black people, I think you need to be clear there, ladies. No, there. That's a good point. Were there any white people that were like on her? They they were. Come on, what was her name? Come on, Brittany. Why are you? Peyton. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Peyton Galfuso. Peyton Galf. White name. Yeah, Peyton Galfuso. Like, yeah, a terrible name. But yeah, she she got to she she went to prom with her boyfriend. Okay, they had an amazing night. I bet. I bet LeBron. Yeah, does LeBron have to sit his son down? Like, listen, listen. Uh, you got to date a woman of color. What's your problem out here? Right? We're trying to, we're trying to build a, we're trying to build something here. Because there's always comments like from from people of color that comment like, "We used to be kings." It's like, like what? All of all of you? How did that work? Like every single person's a king. We're all kings. We did it. Yeah, I mean, we're the kings of uh, this shithole country right now. So who cares? Let's see, Malachi Black. He says Bullock was O of ten. That was old news. Now he's like four of seven. He's crushing it. He's having an amazing time. Ernest the Spliff Miller brings up Veer sucks. Do you know who Veer is, Zach? No, is that a band? No, that's a wrestler, and he's awful. Gino, what are your thoughts on Veer? <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, again, he's just starting out in WWE. He's starting to have this character. I'm telling you, in like three to five years, he's going to be this amazing star that we're going to all be behind. And you guys are going to be like, oh, well, I've always been a fan of Veer. But I actually am. I'm a fan of Veer. He finally <clears throat> came. We had all these weeks of him coming to Raw. He was going to come on Raw, and he finally did. He released. He's finally orgasmic and enjoying his moment in the sunlight, in the spotlight that he's going to grow to become the amazing Veer. Dude, Veer sucks. Like, it's so funny how in three years you're all going to love him. Like, because that's what they were probably thinking with Great Khali. They were probably thinking, well, nobody likes him now. But in a few years, everyone's going to love the Great Khali. And nobody ever got on board. Like, even like even with the Khali Kiss Cam stuff, it was like, okay, just don't want him wrestle. And he kept wrestling. Luca! Oh, I missed that one. See, that's another problem with this offense, Zach, is they'll just run down and shoot a three. Like, don't set anything up. It's like we have the element of surprise. We're just going to run down and shoot it. Uh, very sloppy. Very Jason Kidd basketball, if you ask me, Zach. I mean, you get – exactly. Golden State's just like Steve Kerr, fucking <laughs> great three-point shooter. And oh uh, Jason Kidd's team is kind of all over the place. Why not? Yeah, they're a little erratic. They they bounce around from team to team. Rambling men. Ah! That was a shitty shot. So, yes, uh, Gino, I don't think anyone's going to like Veer. Because like I, I brought this up last night on uh, Raw's fourth hour. I think that's when I brought it up. Like, remember when Big Show would debut and, like, Undertaker, and we would get these big men that Kevin Nash, we knew we were going to be able to build the company around these characters for a couple of years. Is Omos that guy? Is Veer that guy? Are these people that we can see a long-term future with? Like, is Veer going to have an NWO run? 
I feel with Veer, he's going to be here a lot longer than Omos is going to be here for. So that's what we got to look forward to is Veer's big push in the future. Malachi Black says Veer stinks. <laughs> Malachi Black says Veer stinks. All right, good. It did play twice. I just oh, wanted to make yes. sure. I fixed it. But yeah, so I, I, Veer's not good though, Gino. Neither is Omos. Like either, but I think I'd rather have Omos. Like I'd rather have somebody who's at least really big than somebody who's bigger than Rey Mysterio. Like, I, they're treating Veer like he's unbelievably huge. He was even shorter than, what was that guy's name? Shanky. Like, he was smaller than Shanky. I know, so he is smaller than Shanky, and Shanky's also going to be another guy who's going to be gone probably around the same time as Omos, he's not going to be here for a while. But we are going to see Veer for the next few years. He's going to have this run that we want people like him to have Ew, in the future. What? These big stars that we hope to see. Kevin's birthday, he was gifted a sub from the great Nathan Weller. Just, I'm so excited. This is just perfect. It's poetic. Reggie Bullock. Look at that hair. Amazing <clears> hair. <throat> what a game. That's a terrible haircut. Uh, Reggie Bullock's one of those guys where he kind of came out of nowhere for me. Didn't know who he was. And Jordan Poole wide open three. <laughs> Jeez. But we're up by like 21. So we're allowed to do that, I guess. For now. Seven threes in a row. That's not how tied. you stay up by 21. Seven threes in a row. This game is right back where it started. Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleber, Luca. See, nobody in the paint. And then I always wonder, like, if you're Spencer Dinwiddie and you're just standing there flat-footed, is that – look at that in the paint. Oh, three-point play, Maxi Kleber. Look at Draymond. I, I, so, Draymond's controversial. Um, I hope Tyla is back. But um, – Tyler, are you back? Yes, I am back. I am here, please. I do have to go to my uncle's very soon, but I'm trying to watch as much of this game for spectacular as we can be. And look at you, please. Call them plays and shit. Your coach, ladies, over here telling them to get their asses in the paint, and they're working out and one. Get in the paint. Maxi Cleaver's tall enough to get in there. Just, just get in there, and the worst that happens is you get fouled trying to take a shot. But I was about to say about Draymond. Like, Draymond's one of these controversial figures. A lot of people seem to hate him. But isn't there now as a as a Mavericks fan, if I could have anybody from the Warriors, Draymond just has this presence about him. We were, at work we were talking about him. He's a problem for every team that plays them. It's like Draymond is constantly doing something defensively. He's not scoring a hundred points, but he's setting things up defense or offensively. He's just a problem, and the Mavericks need somebody like that. They everybody on the Mavericks looks like they're soft, like they're all preschoolers. Meanwhile, Draymond is—he's like the bully in in the sandbox. Like he owns this shit. So I don't know, Ty. Like, like Draymond gets—he's not as respected as the other two of the trio, but he's outstanding. A lot of people do, uh, as a lot of people are saying nowadays, uh, give him his flowers. Uh, Draymond definitely receives them, though, but not nearly as much as you would expect. But I'm glad to hear uh, you see what he, how much of an impact he has on the court. And I, I think of Draymond exactly as I think of someone like Patrick Beverly, just someone that if he's not on your team, you're not really going to like him. You're not going to like the, the loud mouth in or the rough play. But if he's on your team... He's going to give you what you need. And it was kind of weird to see this transition of smack talk and like all this uh, aggression coming from Draymond Green. Because before that, we had guys like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, emotionless players, guys that always just after they made the shot, looked, put their head down and walked away. Uh, Harrison Barnes, this guy never showed any emotions <laughs> at all. And then here comes Draymond Green out of nowhere, just talking all this crap to people. Yeah. Jeez, Dinwiddie's on fire right now, but. 
And that this is typical Mavericks. We're all on fire when we're up by 30. Like, that's when we just start making every shot that we take is we're winning by a bunch. Dinwiddie shooting from half court and the ball is going in. Uh, but this does feel like, you know, the, the Warriors are a little, hey, whatever. We still got a bunch of games left. It's fine. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's agreed 100%. Like, I look at Draymond as – such a valuable piece. And when he is in, like, the other players' faces or when he's in the referees' faces, you all, like you need somebody on your team to do that. Like, everyone else is just sitting back with their hands on their under their butt. Uh, you need somebody who's super involved and invested and emotionally ready. So, I'm loving it. But And then Patrick Beverly, what he said about Chris Paul. What the fuck? That was weird. <laughs> Did you see those comments, Zach? buried his ass on ESPN. What was that about? How do you say that about Chris Paul? Like, arguably, I'll say this, one of the greatest point guards ever. I hate Chris Paul. Really? Is it because he was on the Clippers? You hate the Clippers. I don't know. There's just certain fucking players. Like, the worst... LeBron is number one in my book. I fucking hate LeBron. (laughs) I used to love LeBron so much until COVID and BLM. But... Just purely how they play basketball, how they interview, nothing outside of basketball. Only basketball reasons. James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Malachi Black says Vilides wants Zaza Pichulia. No, I... I cannot stand either of them. Yeah, I agree. James Harden is somebody I've never wanted on any team that I've supported. Even when he was on the Rockets, I like I just was like, nope, not this guy. Uh, when he was on Oklahoma City, not this guy. Uh, Westbrook, I ended up falling in love with because Harden left, because Durant left, and I thought, look at this guy getting more triple doubles than anyone in history without the other two guys on and his team, not making the playoffs, and not making. Well, yeah, exactly. They, yeah, uh, but LeBron. But th- there's so there's LeBron is in his own tier. Then that's the next tier. It's James Harden and fucking Westbrook. And then the next tier is like Chris Paul and fucking Kyrie Irvin. Really? I love Kyrie. <laughs> like I, I would take Kyrie on my team, but I can't, he he just like tries to act way smarter than he is. He knows the shape of the earth, Zach, and he's not getting vaccinated. It's a personal choice for him. Tyler, you said you have to leave. Do, do you want to depart now? Should we, should we give you a send off? I got to leave, uh, too, dude. That's right. I'll send I, you both off. I have a, about, like, 15 minutes. I, I can go now. I definitely want to catch as much of this game uh, as I can. But we're talking about a first take in Patrick Beverly and everything. Did you hear about the Mad Dog Russo and uh, J.J. Reddick controversy that happened when Mad Dog was uh, talking about Draymond Green? No, I didn't even hear this. because I So I've listened to J.J. Reddick's The Old Man in the Three podcast, and – I didn't know there was. I didn't know Mad Dog was now getting in on this sh- on the shenanigans. Oh yeah, they they hopped on first take with Stephen A. Smith and uh, uh, Mad Dog wasn't really uh, giving uh, Draymond too much respect. He doesn't believe that he's a player that's Hall of Fame caliber. He doesn't see all the little things that me and you see, Vleeties. But he let that be known, and he also isn't a fan of all the players talking today. He's more of a shut up and dribble type guy. So he let that be known, and JJ Redick was just hit with all of this <laughs> like fury. He was just so disrespected by this, and he tried to bring race into it. And everything, and Stephen A. Smith was able to defend Mad Dog and say this has nothing to do with race. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with race. I think we've always had basketball players. I mean, we we've watched Reggie Miller and and we've watched all that stuff with the jibber jabber. It was never like, 
oh, it's a race thing. It's just everybody. Bill Lambeer was out there jibber-jabbering with people. But, Geezy, you were here. You got to watch three-quarters of outstanding Dallas Mavericks basketball. I appreciate you joining me on this unorthodox version of hashtags and headlines, uh, this unorthodox version of ladies. You had to hear some wrestling. You had to hear some basketball. You just rolled with the punches, my friend. We covered the other stuff we talk about normally, but – uh, as always, appreciate you being. Any parting words on this Western Conference Finals Game Four live watch along spectacular? I mean, we got we got into three point shooting and the school shooting, so I think we covered it all. I think we hit both ends of that spectrum. Speaking of three, Steph Curry dropping another one. Keezy, oh, you you got to do better than that. You got to when Luca hits a shot, you got to be hyped. <laughs> and when the other team hits it, you got to be Steph Curry Fucking for another Steph three. Curry. That's another one. That's how it was on Sunday for sure. I was just every fucking shot was like, oh, well, there that one is. And well, game two, Tyla, when Steph Curry did like to put the kids to bed, I just was, yeah, put them to fucking bed. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I watch this. I don't know why I watch this. But this one's been fun to watch. So, Keezy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Let's switch you out, and we're going to put Gino on the big screen for the people. Geezy, thank you so much. Have a good night, bros. There is Geezy, one of the most amazing men that I know, now being joined by another amazing man. Gino, you're on the big screen. Look at you, buddy. Hell yeah, being here with you, man, as I've been here this whole night. It's been just an amazing fourth game spectacular we've been able to have here. Slowly discussing all these amazing things and even the sad moment that happened today. But we're back and we're here to discuss everything else that's going on in the world of wrestling and sports entertainment. Yeah, because like like I said, wrestling's dead. All right, That's all I can think. The more I watch uh, this basketball game, the more I realize wrestling is dead. Basketball's fantastic. Uh, once this is over, just, we have baseball, football's coming back. There's so many other things going on. Sometimes it's tough for me to watch Raw. But I got Hulu Raw. I'll be fine, you know. I I think maybe part of me was just hurt last night because what I was watching was so bad that it made – because I used to watch wrestling and it was so good. At least in my opinion it was. And what I watched last night was such a far cry from what I'm used to seeing. So maybe next week they'll write that shit. But every year we, we build up to WrestleMania and by the time we're done with that, I just need a little bit of a sabbatical. And that might be the same for some people, but for me, man, I've just been excited with some wrestling, and Impact's been doing an amazing job with their shows, with their most recent advertisement for Slamversary kind of teasing, it seems, TNA coming back. They should just bring it back. Tyler, you know TNA, you know that branding, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, and I was a big TNA fan in uh, 2010, or shortly after I started watching Monday Night Raw, my neighbor that showed me uh, Raw uh, told me about TNA, and I had to check it out on Spike for myself, man. TNA was like, if you can go to my old iTunes account to link to an email that no longer exists, I would would buy the episodes. I'd buy the Impact episodes uh, to store on my iPod Classic, which I think I still have, but, um, you know, it was it was. My show, I loved TNA Impact Wrestling. And it was uh, when it was on Fox Sports West, when it was on Spike TV. Like It was just a nice little, it, it felt like it was my wrestling promotion because it was this little this little indie company that could. And they made it work. It, it worked out well for, for a long time there. And then it fell off. And, you know, we've never done our Death of TNA episode. But there's so, like, I can't pin it on one thing. But EC3 is a big portion of it. 
I mean, that's the death for you. I thought that's just a new resurgence for Impact Wrestling. And TNA was slowly starting to decline, but they was going to start with Impact. But now, at least it seems from that advertisement, Josh Alexander with the box, with the TNA logo, that TNA might be back like Scott DeMore kind of teased in a podcast some months ago, even like a year ago or so. Like, I want to see... Because I don't know when it happened, but I, I stopped watching the show. Like I just stopped watching it altogether. Like, when did that happen? I know when EC3 won the belt, I was not watching. And I, I know I was so done with this show. I had no interest at all in continuing to support Impact Wrestling. Now, I'm seeing here from January 5th, 2016, I, I, was, I don't think I was watching this. The World Series, the World Title Series semifinal match. EC3 and Bobby Lashley, Matt Hardy, Eric Young. This was 2016. I couldn't have been still watching. Could There's no way. Like, because when did maybe it was the switch to Destination America? But I watched a little bit of that. I, maybe I wasn't watching when they moved to Pop TV. Maybe I came back a little too late. You might have. That's thing, true. I'm trying to think like when you re- what do you remember from the last time you watched? What was Bobby at the time? Was he the boss? Was he American Top Team? What was he doing? I think him that and Bo- good- I know him and Bobby Roode had a feud. Um, Destination America. So I'm going to look up Impact Destination America debut because I could have only seen five or six of those. Maybe like that's all that I could think is that Destination America era where I was and I had. I don't think I had that channel. I had to upgrade my package to get it. And this was back in the days before I had like a computer that I can sit at and watch all my stuff. I probably just had my laptop and I wasn't about to just sit there and watch on my little screen, my little match. Uh, but I don't know when it happened. I, definitely. Here, let's just go. Let's see this. Let's go. Impact World Champion History. Because that's probably where we'll get it. And Giannis Atetokounmpo Google commercial. This is exciting stuff. Uh, Tyla, for for this series, and let me ask, I know Kevin's listening, so be careful with your answer. Would you rather play Boston or would you rather play Miami in the finals? It's so hard to choose, honestly, because they're both definitely tough teams. I think that we'll definitely get more out of uh, a series out of uh, with Boston. And uh, the, the kind of route that I want to go with this, honestly, is make it as competitive as possible because every single series so far has been pretty much a, a, sw- a close to a sweep. We had 4-1 on the Nuggets. Uh, 4-2 on the Grizzlies, but that still went by kind of too quick, and each game wasn't as close as I would like it to be. So I would really want a series with the Celtics, and I feel like with the Heat, of course, they might get a good game or two, but it would be more of a blowout with the Heat. Ladies, I got to get going, though. Thank you so much for having me on for Kevin's birthday. Game 4, spectacular. It was amazing, and I have a clip, ladies. If you will play it, it's okay if you don't. It's how we should all be announcing the opposing team's uh, players, and it's fucking perfect especially the way he says Steve Kerr's name. I just sent it in the chat right now. Thank you so much for having me on, Vleeties. Amazing having Tyler Spida here. This is fantastic. I am so happy to have you, Tyler. You enjoy your evening, my friend, and we will hear this clip. But we're going to unmute the game as well. We got we to gotta see Steph Curry's sister's boyfriend. Uh, he's on the court now, Gina. They're playing the rookies. It's clearly that it's clear they're not trying their darndest out there. And they don't have to try. That's They know they don't have to try. They don't want to try because they could try at the last game. They want to give Dallas this moment so they could be like, okay, you're doing this for Texas. Do it for today. Yeah, so yeah, Texas gets one. What we went through today, 
and obviously the the Warriors they're gonna they're, they have a game five they have a game six they have a game seven so they're gonna be fine and that was a terrible three point shot P- Warrior players introduction for game seven versus the Rockets tonight starters first for the Golden State Warriors <laughs> at forward six nine I do like the booze. Kevin Texas, number 35, Kevin Durant. <laughs> the other forward is 6'9 from UCLA, number 5, Kevon Looney. The center, 6'7 from Michigan State, number 23, Draymond Green. <laughs> and one guard, 6'7 from Washington State, number 11, Clay Thompson. The other guard is 6'3 from Davidson, number 30, Stephen Curry. Head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. <laughs> Do they do that? They they is Houston the only one that does that? Everyone should do that, Gino. And I don't know. Again, that must be intentional. He must just hate himself or just hate this moment. Be like, you know, just get it through, get it over. To have like high and low moments just so people can get their cheers or their booze in the moment that they. Well, because the Warriors are the road team in that scenario. So if I'm the announcer and like I'm ready to, you announce like. You know, the opposing team, this guy, this guy, this guy. And now, your Houston Rockets! Like, you come alive for that moment there. This is an easy bucket. This game's pretty much over. We, uh, we can lower it. So, Gino, the fuck are we talking about? Oh, so I have a hero. No I have a hero. I have a hero of list. I have here a list of impact world champions. And I can pinpoint the last champion that I remember was Kurt Angle. So, January 31st, 2015, he did win the championship, and I watched him win the belt. I remember him beating last year. I remember that. Uh, and then I and then I must have stopped while Kurt Angle was champion. So, somewhere between January and June of 2015, I stopped watching this fucking show. Now, I did have throat surgery during that era. I also got married during that those months, and I moved to Texas during that time. So maybe impact just wasn't on my list of priorities. And that could be the case. And then that makes sense. And you probably were like, maybe I don't need to watch it now. And now you're finally back into it. But you missed like an amazing run with Kurt Angle. Then his retirement tour, which was just an amazing story. They were going with all his classic rivals in impacts history. Now, I want to say I saw his retirement run. I saw him lose. I saw him. Yeah, lose to Drew Galloway and then get beat up by Lashley after the match. Like, I watched that. I remember him having, like, farewell matches in Impact Wrestling. Him and Bobby Roode had another match that I liked. Because I can now – I'm, now I'm looking at this list. I remember him – I remember Matt Hardy, January 8th, 2016. Matt Hardy is the champion. Uh, and I remember that. Because uh, I remember him losing to Drew Galloway. I remember that was Drew like getting that crowning moment. He wins the belt. This is right as Matt Hardy is becoming broken because Jeff cost him the, the belt. So I came back in, and I wasn't watching super avidly. But I remember getting back into it with Drew as the champion and then Lashley. And then I must have fell off again because I don't remember Eddie Edwards winning the belt. So, uh I came back in for a little bit to watch the broken stuff, and and then I fell out again. So, because that's broken, Matt Hardy, right? January 2016, like that's when it starts. It's close to that. I think it's like around the time when it starts, because he had the steel cage match with uh, Jeff, which had the table spot, which was sick. That Matt Hardy died in and became broken. I don't remember if that was in January or if it was 
No, it could have been because March is when Drew wins the belt. So Drew does his feast or fire thing, wins the belt, and then it must have been like that following. It might have been that episode or something. He did something with Jeff Hardy. Malachi Black says Vilides loved Alberto Del Rio winning the TNA title. Didn't see it. I never saw Alberto El Patron in Impact Wrestling. I never saw any of that. I didn't see Eli Drake. I didn't see Austin Aries coming back, and I didn't see him in Pentagon changing the belt. Now, I do remember watching Johnny Impact win the belt. I think that was a very controversial Bound for Glory. That was the one where Austin No sold the Starship Payne after the match. Uh, so I think that kind of went viral enough that brought me back into, into Impact. Because then I remember Johnny Impact. I remember Brian Cage. I remember Sammy Callahan and Tessa. So I took... I took a lot of time off, and every time I, I see, you know, the green rope TNA to me is unwatchable. Like, I know you enjoyed some of the stuff that was in it, but every time I see any clips, it just looks like such a fucking mistake. And that might be the case. Like, I just enjoy wrestling. You just see, like, the problems that it had. I just enjoyed some of the stories, the long-term storytelling we had, like, with Rosemary building her up to become champion, and then when Chelsea Green win, what was her fucking name, Laurel Vaness finally from rosemary was just a really exciting moment to me just the whole story they were trying to tell with the whole realm building up rosemary and becoming this huge star that she is well respected now in 2022 i don't know if she's well respected but yeah you like her but yeah going through the list you know i, I definitely saw from austin aries losing to johnny impact i saw all of this so i guess that's what i got back into it was in late 2018 uh but yeah, there was all 2017. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember because that's that's green rope, isn't it? That's that's all green rope. TNA is that 2017 GFW nonsense, global force slammerverse. Like all of that was such a such a weird blip in wrestling history. Like when you take any marketing class, you realize from a branding standpoint, that's like the dumbest era in wrestling. It pretty much was, and that's why, like, it was a disappointment. But then they came back, and all these years later, Impact is still going strong and seems to be having this big resurgence. Where again, I'm just assuming from that advertisement, it has to mean that it's bringing back TNA logo and the branding of TNA. Is yeah, back to that. well, and and I think ever since the rebrand to just Impact Wrestling, it has felt lesser. Right? I don't know. Like, I know we give companies like like AEW got some heat for. Oh, another three letters. Cool. Like, that just became the meme in wrestling. Oh, you're starting a company? What are your three letters? Like, that was what everybody kind of looks for. You need your three letters. Empire Wrestling Federation. Like, everything needs to be three letters. Even EC3 fucking made a whole joke about it being like, I, fuck these three-letter brands, these three-letter companies, and get control <laughs> of narrative. Yeah. CYN is what he wants to promote it as. Yeah. So, I, that's just the easy... We're all trained as consumers to look for the three letters, and... Uh, it's easy to talk about with your friends at school, and Impact Wrestling doesn't fit that bill. Nobody's walking around calling it IW. It's it's Impact Wrestling. So T when it was TNA, and as a kid, I never even made the connection to tits and ass. But uh, what about Test and Albert? Yeah, we had Test. Well, that was clearly tits and ass because they were coming out with Trish, who was showing off her 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 uh, her tits and ass. I don't, there's, there's no way to sugarcoat that. So it was, you wouldn't mix up TNA with Test and Albert, though, like some people did. Like I even kind of did. No, I never did that. Well, I knew it was Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, so it was TNA Wrestling. So it is technically a four-letter name, TNAW. 
But nobody does that. It's just TNA. You get your three letters out and you move on. Plus the chant, TNA, TNA. You can't do that with Impact Wrestling. They don't have a chant. They do like the, this is Impact. But that feels so forced. It almost seems like someone's holding a cue card telling them to do that. It might just be like them be like, hey, do this. At least you are supporting it. And just if you want to, they don't have to. But TNA, hopefully they do come back with it. From that nice advertisement for Slammiversary. We got to see what's going to happen this amazing Slammiversary this year. It's going to be I, exciting. I think Slammiversary is going to be a good time. I really do. I, I think that they seem to figure this out around Slammiversaries and Bound for Glories. The other pay-per-views do feel a little thrown together sometimes. Uh, and obviously the the premium live events. like Those those are hit or miss. Like, we all kind of knew in between Bound for Glory and Rebellion. Was that it? Bound for Glory and Hard to Kill maybe. We all knew we were waiting to get back to um, Josh Alexander versus Moose. Like we just knew that was the next thing. So every premium live event in between that, you know, when we're watching Heath get a title shot, when we're watching Eddie Edwards get a title shot, we're waiting for the main event. You have your top heel and your top baby face. And get the match in the ring. And that's kind of what we were waiting for. And I know that the Warriors are playing their backups, but I've watched like three or four turnovers, Gino. And uh, the Mavericks can fuck this up. They can. That's why we're still here. We're still watching this game right here while we're discussing the amazingness that is current Impact Wrestling and the potential future that they have with the TNA branding and just whatever will happen with Slammiversary, which I'm just really excited for. Do they have any – are there any other stops before Slammiversary? No, Slammiversary is their next big event, so they already, like, did the whole tapings with the whole Citrus Brawl, and that's what we're getting on Impact for the next couple weeks, and then we have Slammiversary as their big event coming next. No monthly event. Already happened. There's no, like, 1984 Impact Wrestling show. What was that thing that you like? IPWF, I believe it is, or something like that, IFW. I forget what they call their uh, South Park Regional Wrestling version. Thank you so much, Ernest the Spliff Miller, for the tea cakes. He, he, that, that's 10 of them, Gina. That's a lot. Oh, the, the sip water for that. Yeah, so much of that, man. That's it. We're all here. We're all enjoying this fucking amazing discussion. We're just enjoying this amazing game. This amazing fourth game. Spectacular as we discuss Impact Wrestling and the future that it holds. And it's Kevin's birthday. You know what, Gino? How did you find Kevin Scampoli? How did you find the whole effing show? Man, that's like it's so been so long ago. I don't even fucking remember how I found it. it. Must have been like from like random searches of YouTube with like TNA, like seeing like the Sting shit, or like maybe no, it was like New Legacy Inc. Actually, from New Legacy Inc., I found you guys from the whole Chocolate Drop video. What's a New Legacy Inc.? What is that? New Legacy Inc. That whole Chocolate Drop video oh, that he did a whole yeah thing. Yeah, yeah New, New Legacy. Le- yeah. guys, that was a big fan for years. That was hilarious. Yeah, so you've been around for a long time then. So you have you're not just one of these newer people that show up during the YouTube era. That's an old video. So. How long have you been listening and, and watching? Again, it's been since then, so I don't even know how long it's been. Because years just fucking fly by, and I just realized that time is just flat circle. We're just always going around this fucking endless day to day, and we just forget things. Years just fly by, and you don't even fucking notice it. Yeah, Chocolate Drop was 2011. So, yeah, like that's the video obviously could have been on the internet somewhere past that. But, yeah, that's definitely... Yeah. Dakota, I found it through a Royal Rumble 2001 commentary. Uh, I found it through the Jeff Hardy Sting video. That was kind of my. It was. It was on the bottom of the screen there, and it's you know uh, the the whole fucking show dot info. And I never listened to a podcast ever. I didn't get why I would listen to something and not 
have anything to look at while I was doing it. No, I listened to talk radio before, and I listened to... I don't even think I listened to Rich Eisen by then. So I kind of just was, wasn't was a podcast guy. And then I listened to it. I was laying in bed, and I listened to it, and then I just kept listening and kept listening. And uh, suddenly... And then I was on the, the side of, like, I need to do this. I need to do a podcast. How do I get involved? So I sent the worst pre-recorded audition in ever... Oh, such an amazing time. So, and Kevin in the chat, the Warriors are kind of on a comeback right here, and I don't like that uh, because we should. There's there's five minutes left, but uh, a lot of turnovers, a lot of sloppy play by Dallas, a lot of shitty shots like that by Luca, who is now getting up really slowly. Says angry fan makes big show cry. That'll see a great moment from Macardio. That was a great video as well. Big show, you fat piece of shit. That was a great video. So. A lot of great moments in history, and it does. And I love the people that are here long term because there's always those names that you kind of see, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I remember that person." Or, TWFS says HBKVS Undertaker commentary. That was where Kevin found the whole effing show. Was the commentary that Kevin and Danny did of HBK and Undertaker. I was a Sting and Jeff Hardy guy. That made me laugh so hard. I, even just the beginning, like I'm a WWE loyalist. I don't have time for this TNA nonsense. And then as I started going through the archives, and oh my gosh, it was. Then I found We Hit and Run. So definitely tons of, of admiration. Says the John 316 promo. So much admiration for Kevin Scampoli and the work he's done throughout all of the years. And here we are on his birthday. Do we send him Shiba Inu, Gino? Okay, we could send him some for our Dogecoin. We could send him a nice coin that we think could do. We could give him, you know, because he's a big fan of Logan Paul, send him a Dink Toy. What is that? So what's what's the name of the thing um, where Logan, where you can like, invest in Logan's stuff that's in his vault? Like if we want to buy his Pokemon card, we get like to own a piece of it. I and I don't remember what the fuck that one's called, but again, I'm just saying we got invested his fucking shit coin, Dink Dork. That's what we got. Was it called? It, Kevin. it wasn't called Logan Mart, was it? What was it called? Let me see. Uh, Logan. I shouldn't be using DuckDuckGo for this. Logan Paul Market. Liquid marketplace that allows people to invest. Let's see. Yes, it's a liquid marketplace. That's where it's fucking yeah. called. We can invest in shares of his rare collectibles. Uh, what a fucking piece of shit. So, okay, let's see. Coachella and FTX are giving away NFTs. By the way, Gino, I didn't talk to this. Didn't talk to Gizzy about this. Demi Lovato is just posting her on her Instagram selling dildos. Have you seen this? And I barely fucking check Instagram, man. I barely care about social media the most. <laughs> I, it's, still, it's wrestling. That's all I watch is the wrestling social media. I don't even know how I found this, but I, I, you know what? I saw a picture of Demi Lovato where she looked awful, and I was like, geez, what happened to Demi? And then I go on her Instagram page, and she looks amazing. It, it, it's, I have a feeling all of this was from like a photo shoot from her long time ago. So she's like, no, I could still post these. This is fine. Um, but uh, it's just so interesting to see it now. Like, she just had a fucking dildo on the internet. Look at it. Here it is. I got it on the screen. Uh, she's holding her dildo against her, her body, his body, their body. Uh, my right hand's got me singing my praises. Link in my bio. Head to demivibe.com to win a free Belasco Demi wand or a $30 gift card. Last giveaway. Some will be autographed. Can you imagine jerking off with a signed Demi Lovato uh, wand up your ass, you know. I can't imagine anything like that, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on with people today, but it's weird seeing social media where it's going, what it's changed people into. This picture is amazing. She looks great. 
I mean, I, she doesn't look like that all the time anymore. I don't know what happened. This had to be from an earlier shoot. She looks fantastic right here. And yeah, she's holding the holding the dildo. Hey, kids, with like, how many? Like that was also something that piqued my interest. One hundred and thirty-two million followers, Gino. That's a lot of followers. How many kids are seeing this? Going like, what's a demi vibe? I want one. Yeah, I don't know how many fucking kids are on social media and doing this stuff again. I don't really, again, care about social media. So who cares about the exact numbers when we can just have just the the number total? We can find like the aggregate, like the age range of her follower count, but who cares about that type of shit? I don't know, Gino. I feel like we have to worry about our kids a little bit. Like I know you're living in a Gino bubble, but you have to realize that like society will continue once you're gone. Once the nothing. Once the nothing really kicks in and there's no more Gino, and we're going to be left with the kids that all saw this and they're like, I got a Demi vibe. It's autographed. I shove it up my, my JJ and my bunghole, just depending on what the weather's like outside. It's just odd that we're just openly telling kids like, hey, sex toys, get some. It is wild to say that to kids and like we're trying to show that maybe sexuality is okay to be presented, which, yes, it's not for kids, but it's I feel at least for me and how i grew and understand people and just a society it's better to teach and show kids sexuality than violence Murder. i i disagree i think I, I, maybe not but also what it would define sexuality like because we're also teaching kids a lot because then are we going to lead to more rapes by doing something like that like hey kids come get your come out well i like this i'm gonna come and that could be the issue. That's thing we don't know, like where that fucking middle ground is, because we show so much violence all over the place, and that could be leading people who are mentally ill to like decide I can do this and everything be fine, and I can be seen as a glorified fucking good person or a hero in some people's weird eyes. I, that's how I feel about the sexual stuff too. It's like good for you, girl. Buy those, buy those dildos. Sell them to kids, like, and then kids start experimenting, and then they get like, how young is too young for your first dildo, Gino? That's thing we don't know how you're. Oh, what a shot by Luca! You know, that is a great shot. But I guess this has just been an amazing game. Yeah, I don't know what would be like the age range. Like if there is even like you have to be a certain age to purchase products like that. Do you think if I? Well, I think you have to be 18. But if I, I want a demi wand, but I want it signed by Luca. Do you think I can make that happen? And I'm sure if you were to go to Luca, he would sign whatever you want to if you paid him twenty dollars. How much is the demi wand? Maybe I'll get Kevin one. Maybe that'll be a good birthday present, right? Like a Luca signed demi wand for his birthday. I think that's a good. I think that's a good gift. Yeah, that should be a good gift. You should see how much it costs, whether it be signed or not signed. <laughs> you could see about meeting Luca face to face for twenty dollars to autograph this. I would never pay anyone for an autograph, Gino. I can't believe you did that with Matt Cardona. Have you have you paid anyone else for for autographs? Not an autograph. That's thing. And the thing is, I took a selfie with Macron. I was like, this would be at least a longer lasting thing than a fucking autograph that I have to put a frame for. At least having a picture be like, I'm face to face with this guy. I was like, 20 bucks, it's fine. Macron is the is fucking G. He's working everybody. He's being the best fucking wrestler. Of all. You could have got some meals with that. Like, plural meals. Like, I, I can't justify just a picture with somebody costing money. Like, it's like, go fuck yourself. I could take a pic. This phone takes pictures wherever I go. Why am I paying you for a photo? Again, that's what we then could find out, like, how, again, I think we discussed, or I heard, like, the discussion about, like, you can, the giant death trial that I was paying attention to, <laughs> you can be recorded of things and you don't own the copyright. That's the whole issue. It's like, set up things that you record or are recorded of you in your house, you don't own the copyright for it, even if it is your house. And so it records you. 
Yeah. So that's the only thing is like I could do that, and I just choose not to because I do have more respect for people, especially in the professional wrestling industry that are trying to make be the big stars like Matt Cardona is, and finally in twenty. 20- I don't know, dude. It, it, now this game is getting unbelievably close. Another three-pointer. Are the Mavs going to blow this? The starters are going to come back in, and the Warriors might win this fucking game, Gino. This is the moment they've wanted. They're going to have this amazing streak, and Dallas is not going to be able to make those 14, 18, to possibly even if those 15 kids that are in the hospital are going to die. Why are you bringing that up? It's, it's going to disappoint the dead. Gino, no one's going to be happy about this moment. Today. As entertainers with Demi Lovato on our screen holding a tildo, we are supposed to be an entertainment source for people. So stop bringing that up. <laughs> like, Don't make it so so somber. And so, I know that you're surrounded by the nothing, but you have to pretend to be an entertainer tonight, Gino. And that's the thing. I'm doing my best to, but yet today was just a really impactful day. But I'm excited to get discussed this amazing stuff we have like tomorrow with an amazing dynamite, which will have even better content to discuss, like these great matches that are already announced for this show. Yes, isn't this a go-home show? Isn't there an event this weekend? Yes, there is that double or nothing event that everyone's talking about where we're going to get the two Owen titles that are being given to the two people who win the two Owen tournament matches. Oh, that sounds awful. Okay, good. That's the two titles they made. It's two Owen tour titles. That's it. Well, that's good. I don't know. It's, they, they, Gino, they brought a lot of recognition to this foundation that I'd never heard of, okay? So I know that you hate charity. I know you don't like when people <laughs> announce charities on their television shows. But I think it's very good because I didn't know what the Owen Hart Foundation was. Now I know. Yes, now you know because we spent so many weeks, so many months having these qualifiers, which could have just been first round matches. You you'd re- you would have preferred that they were called because uh, we already did the quarterfinals and semifinals. You want to have the round of 16 have a name. Yes, because again, we it seemed like it was 16 people, but it was like, oh, it's just eight and then the women's have eight. Because the whole like graphic showed like 16. I was like, it's going to be a whole 16 tournament. And it's like, oh, no, it's not. They just had qualifiers that could have just been round one matches. This crowd is way too hype for us probably going to lose this game. Was that a charging? Okay, it was charging. Good. That's really good call. <laughs> yes, this go-home show is going to be an amazing go-home show. We have, the, we have a title match on a go-home show. What's the title match? We have the ROH World Tag Team Championships, FTR versus Rapongi Vice, Rocky Romero, and Trent Beretta. Ugh, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? That's going to be the main event match we're all looking forward to. Then we have, I believe it is, a semifinals because we have the finals at Double or Nothing. Do you know, I like, I like Trent Beretta, and I like yes, Rocky Romero. I hate yes. Rapongi Vice. What is, what is this name? What is this team that I'm supposed to care about? Remember best friends? Is Chuck Taylor just done wrestling? How come Rock, we finally get Rocky Romero? We throw him in a tag team. Like, well, I mean, Rapongi Vice has been a team for years, man. They were with each other when Trent got fired from WWE, went to New Japan, and fucking found himself being Trent, question mark, and having this amazing <laughs> Found run himself using Rapongi. his WWE name with a question mark on the end. Yes, Trent, question mark is what his name was. Just what, about, what about Greg Marashulo? That is a good question. I don't know about Greg Marshall, but what I do know about it is that we have Rapongi Vice, part of chaos, finally backing out. Chuck, as you mentioned, he's like kind of gone. Like all his best friends are going. Fucking Yuta's all in zone and going to BCC. 
And even on BT, fucking Chuck Taylor's been like cutting out the old shirt, which had all their like skulls together. So he's been cutting out all their heads because it's just him now in orange, but orange is kind of on his own with old fucking Danhausen, but Danhausen also with Hook. It's like there's he's just Chuck now. Chuck's yeah, older. I don't know what Orange Cassidy's up to. It's it's interesting that he beat Adam Cole. Like he won that match. And it didn't count them. Yeah, and, and yeah, it didn't count, but you look at just their careers afterwards. Uh, here comes all the starters. Here's here here it comes. They're only down by ten. And yeah. Golden State go. has three minutes to put this in the bag. And I am not happy. Yeah, no one's happy. Just but we will be happy tomorrow again. We have Rapongi Vice. We have Chuck Taylor buying himself now sad and alone. But he did get like talked to on BT. By the Beaver Boys, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Why are they so called the Beaver, they were the Beaver Boys? They were called the Beaver Boys in CZW. I was a fan of them. Before they even became fucking well-known in AEW. They were CZW tag team Beaver Boys. Did you watch ZCW? CZW, yeah, I watched some of it. I watched a good bit. I watched Drew Gulak and Johnny. Uh, did you watch Johnny it live Hatton. when it was happening? Or did you like go back later on and watch it? I wasn't able to like, watch it last. Like it was like See, when it was up on yeah. YouTube. That's it. Like, when matches happened, like I was kind of following it, but had no way of, like watching it like right as soon as stuff happened because I had like rely on like YouTube uploads. Because if if people were watching all this shit, like it would be so viral and everyone would watch it. Like we all watch it in hindsight and we go like, whoa, Kingston and Cesaro is an amazing feud. But we all watch it in hindsight. We we don't enjoy. I it. think we were like ways even back then to watch like Chikara. You could have watched like that stuff you watched on YouTube. I was I was watching the Chikara stuff and just found ways to watch that may be not legally entirely, but like such, finding things like live. So it's such a liar, you know. There's no you weren't watching it. Like how you, do you know I wasn't watching Chikara? You told me the amazing story with respect. I was watching least independence. You were yeah. It. Look, we all try to watch every once in a while, but it's not like now where it's you know it's, it's kind of easy easier. Than it used yeah. to be. You know, it used to be harder, like going online. Shit, but yes, it's now incredibly easy. Like even watch wrestling, they didn't they didn't work out all the kinks yet. You know, are they gonna foul him? Nope. Oh, he kicked it. Okay, I was gonna say we got a ten second violation to worry about here, or eight second. Yes, we got this amazing dynamite tomorrow that I'm just excited. For. This amazing go home show, where we already have a few other matches announced too. Like I said, we have a semifinal match. Tony Storm versus Britt Baker, the match we've all been looking forward to finally happening, to find out who's going to be in the finals at Dublin. Yeah, Britt Baker, right? If you're having a pay-per-view, put Britt on it, or, or is Tony, Tony Storm getting the big W? That's a good question. I do feel that DMD should be on the pay-per-view, but I forgot who's on the other side that she's facing. I think it's, it's the winner between Statlander and Red Velvet, which I think is Rampage. Yeah, it sucks. Because I don't think it happened yet, so I think... It probably will be Chris that beats Red Velvet, so that's gonna be Chris and uh, DMD would make sense. Yeah, baby yeah, face heel. Baby face heel. You could even go Red Velvet, who's a heel now, versus Tony. I mean, but that seems that's like true. that seems like a, a rampage match more than a pay per view <laughs> match. I mean, it could be on the buy in. Maybe it's the pre show match. Tony Storm wins that. Well, we already have one buy in match already announced. What's so you know, you think they're gonna give us two buy in matches? The buy in match that we did get announced from last week. Is a tag team match. Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nese versus Hookhausen. That better get moved to Rampage. That sounds terrible. That's a Rampage. You know what? No, that's perfect. That's a buy-in match. I'm not going to see it. They'll show me a highlight of it later in the show. That's great. 
Everyone's looking forward to see Hook House. But then another semifinal match, Samoa Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly. And again, the winner of this will have to face Adam Cole at double or nothing. So it's going to be Joe versus Cole. Yeah, there's no reason to do O'Reilly versus Cole. Uh, Unless uh, one of the two guys, uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay, interfere. Yeah, unless he's like... I mean, also like with their like chair shot last week, I'm curious like if it's they took out Joe, but I guess Joe's still in. They haven't announced like Joe is replaced or taken out. Well, so it, I guess his arm is fine enough that he can rest. It does set up that he could lose, and Kyle O'Reilly could lose. beat him. Kyle goes for the arm the entire match, and then makes him fucking. And then pass. that leads to Kyle versus Adam, and we we do that again. Yeah, even though like they're. The super elite, they don't want to do that from NXT yet. They don't want the developmental guys facing Or maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah, that sucks. That all sucks. That all sounds terrible. But the big match we all get to look forward to because we have to do everything again. We get to see Sean Spears do the moonsault off the top of the steel cage against Wardog. He didn't do that before, did he? We get to do it because Cody did it. We get to do it again to replace Cody. We can't show Cody anymore. Sean's not going to do it. Sean Spears. He's going to do it. No, Sean's losing, but he's not going to do a moonsault. Does he ever do do moonsaults? I know he's never done it, but this would be the time. Do it because Cody did it. Fuck Cody. I don't know. Is this a bit? Is this a thing that's been going on that this I haven't noticed? Is a bit that I've been like, this is the thing that I've been going on with because that's the thing that Tony Khan, I think, is just saying we got to do it all again. We did the <laughs> fucking Sammy Guevara fucking ladder to ladder cutter spot that they did in the ladder match. He did Sammy doing a fucking even more devastating shit that almost killed him that he tried to do with Cody in the last match they had. So again, we're doing all these things that Cody went through. Again, the 10 straps, we get the fucking steel cage. Then he gets the match with MJF. We're doing it all again. I mean, yeah, it's repetitive. I don't think it's Cody's doing, though. I think that's just MJF's character. It makes sense for him to do it again. Because it works. AEW's booking that of MJF, which I guess makes sense. But sometimes I'm just like, are you doing this because you did this to Cody? Even like, then there was a Labors of Jericho, which was a different thing altogether. Compared no, to they're, no, they're doing it because they're doing it to Wardlow. Like, MJF had Wardlow as his heavy hand last time, and now... This is uh, it's coming back around to Wardlow. It's very poetic. I guess it is, but it's saying that's just weird. It's actually also, it's actually quite beautiful. It is, and like we've booked this for so fucking long. Cause AEW, they either like doing things really short time book and just be like, had this match happening now, and you don't really have too much room to breathe, or you have like multiple years and really, really long term booking, like we're doing with Wardlow and MJF, and like we're doing with Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. Yeah, that's way too long term. That I, like I'm over it. They both kind of suck now. I'm, I've moved on. I, I watch. I'm watching Raw again. By the time they figure that out, but I'm just I'm excited for when Christian finally turns and we he the fans will throw up the CCs again. It's gonna <laughs> I, be the biggest team. Yeah, I hope Jungle Boy turns heel. Like fuck, it's we've all seen it. We know what's coming. Flip it on our heads. Make Lucha guy and, and the Jungle guy bad guys. Let's try that. Let's see. Let's really test that Jungle Boy Jack range that we've been talking about. Hell yeah. And have fucking Austin the Blizzard be a big man. A confetti from Ernest the Spliff Miller. But Chino, we did it. The Mavericks won game four. Leaky roof and all. We we got through it. It was a rough day here in Texas, but the Mavs win uh win big tonight. They they blew a pretty substantial lead, but they're able to hold on to that victory. And 
We did it. So tomorrow night is the whole effing show, Gino. Are you excited? Wednesday Hell night, yeah. the day after Kevin's birthday, it's going to be a hoot. Hell yeah, it will be a hoot. We're going to have just an amazing dynamite, the fucking go-home show to double or nothing, setting up also for the Jungle Boy fucking swerve and Ricky Starks match. We're oh. setting up just for this fucking FTW title. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. We're finally having the biggest triple threat tag team match in this company's history. A company that has... The Young Bucks and FTR and Santana and Ortiz. We're going to have three other guys, three other teams fighting for this belt. So that's going to be a good time. Happy birthday to Kevin Scampoli. Hope you have an amazing evening, my friend. Is there Gears 5 in the future, Gino? Uh, there might be some Gears 5 in the future. I've been like playing it occasionally, but man, there have been so other, many other games I've been playing currently that's just been taking up my time, just fucking consuming my gaming time whenever I do hop on up. What are your thoughts on the Demi vibe, Gino? Should we get one? Just try it out. I mean, again, you can get it if you want to, man. I'm broke right now, so I can't purchase much of anything at this If you moment. didn't get the Matt Cardona picture, you can get a Demi vibe. That's right. Could have spent $20 on a Demi vibe, I guess. Just have a product with her fucking name instead of having a nice picture of the greatest wrestler of all time, but not the most professional wrestler. He's, Wish thank, he was there. thank you. Oh, my gosh. I was like, are you really forgetting who the most professional wrestler is? No, because but they're both the major players, which is the greatest tag team of all time. Yeah, there, like, there's only one most professional wrestler. And sometimes I feel like you're forgetting who it is because clearly there's only one. Uh, and Gino, Brian Myers, by the way. I mean, that, before we go, uh, future world champion or what? He definitely is a future world champion. But again, I said this before, though, and I'm going to keep saying this. In 2022, if you are a wrestling promotion and you don't have Matt Cardona as a champion, you are not a wrestling promotion. Is, is that those are the rules gino said it here thank you so much gino i think we did it we did it we had an amazing amazing in your words it was an amazing show we did a great job i had a great time the 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 jeez the game four spectacular went off it was fantastic kevin's birthday tyler was here geezy was here we did it all again Thoughts and prayers for the families in Uvalde. I know that, you know, tonight we were trying to entertain. We did mention it at the top of the broadcast. But, again, thoughts and prayers go out to everyone affected by what happened today. And if you could just put away your political beliefs and political agendas for one minute and just remember those kids had families. Those were just children. Their classmates had to witness what happened. So just keep all of that in mind. I will see everyone tomorrow for the whole effing show. Thank you so much for being here. And enjoy your evening, everybody. We did it. Mavericks will be game. Uh, dude, game five is on Thursday, I think, you know. There might have to be a game five watch along. Or I might have to go to Dave and Buster's. Hell yeah, you go Dave Buster's, man. We got game four as well. I, we have the fucking Celtics tomorrow during Dynamite, so we're going to be people watching two screens at the same time. Possibly even while we discuss TWFS after Dynamite, but it's going to be an amazing Wednesday night. I'm looking We're going to need more screens, my friend. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you, Gino. We did it. Hell yeah, man. You have a good night. Please just love you, man. Looking for revolution. Read all the offers, I knew the Russogans There was a war, but the class war I was ready to set the world on fire I was a teenage anarchist Looking for revolution
Follow. Kissed. 